the spotlight episode 29 we're close man we're almost hitting that damn yeah 30 it's been month. it's been a while it took us a little longer than it probably should have <laughs> yeah from 20 to 30 yeah that's <clears throat> that's true but yeah hey man we're here now and we're fucking we're kicking them out we're making 2021 all year that's yeah, that's we're what i'm saying it. there's uh, all kinds of new content on the page folks you got to look at it you got to check it out so uh as somebody's talking shit on us out there, fucking Mr. California. Yeah. Yeah, that new guy. Yeah, we hire him on. Be our spokesman. Then fucking, what does he do? He's talking. He goes he's on saying, there and becomes an asshole. Yeah, he said that we are weird dipshits. Yeah. So, what the fuck? Yeah, his, his, his <laughs> check might be a little short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> short that son of a bitch. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're here right now with one of our uh, very best friends in the world. He's been waiting to be on this podcast for quite a while, and it is finally time to bring him on, Mr. Ethan Walder. What's up, guys? When I get old, I'm gonna be real cool. Sitting on the porch with a fresh pair of shoes. A whole bunch of stories for the neighborhood kids. Telling them to believe I'll be making it. going man i'm good how are you doing pretty good yeah 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 it's 2021 started off pretty first guest of the year man yeah the first guest of the fucking year yeah it's an honor thank you yeah i appreciate it it's been uh it's uh you've been waiting for a while i think huh yeah waiting to get the call yeah patiently but you know been supporting the whole time yeah we appreciate it it's worked out the whole fucking time though because now we're running hot first episode of the year Mr. California's out there fucking talking bullshit on us. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Drew him to throw in some two cents, too. I heard he's got a lot to say. I don't know. Who said that? Dream, man. Oh, shit. That son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the whole gang's gonna come along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck <laughs> is going on, dude? You I'm trying to figure out just one. The, yeah, I'm trying yeah, to figure out Yeah, I know. I thought we, we hired the one guy. <laughs> But everybody comes with an entourage, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that motherfucker. So, goddamn, The Miz is a WWE champion again. Dude, that's... It's honestly crazy that it's it's been like a decade. Yeah. 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 Maybe more. When did he win it the first time? 2010. Yeah. Lost so it's it been be- more than. Did he... What did he lose it? Cash in 2010, lost in 2011. He lost it to... He beat Cena, I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. He held it quite a while into 2011 because he, the he was held it after Mania. Still, I don't know who he lost it to. We need Stevens here for this. Oh that yeah, <laughs> did, did the other Santa Barbara member. I want to say Orton cashed in on. 
Huh? I want to say Orton cashed in on him. On Miz? Yeah. Miz cashed in on Orton. Orton cashed in on Brian. <sighs> Shit. Yeah, so I don't know yeah, when Miz right. lost to. It was after Mania, but like before SummerSlam, because not long after Miz was... Was it Cena that beat Miz? Because Cena defended against our tree It could very well have been Cena. Yeah, that's true. Just because... Son of a bitch. It was John Cena, I think, beat Miz for the title. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about that. Damn it, I don't I think later that year is when Punk got it. Yeah. Well, he then, beat Cena at Money uh, in the Bank. Uh-huh. Yeah, so but, I think uh, it was... Cena's would be ashamed of us for not immediately yeah, yeah. fucking referring to that match. Dude, telling you, he's a walking <laughs> encyclopedia. Like, I have... Oh, he's, he's, awesome. he's listening. I have he a knows. lot of respect for, like, just the amount of knowledge he has, dude. Like, Yeah, it was always like, if you didn't know something, and uh-huh. you're like, ah, this maybe's right, he would know. Dude, there were a couple <laughs> times know? where I got into a debate with him on something about, like, what I thought happened in a wrestling moment. And, dude, we get into a heated debate, and I'm thinking I'm right, and it turns out he was right. Dude, Every me, single time he was yeah, you right. Yeah, don't, you don't want to no. bet against him when it comes to the knowledge. <laughs> like, one was, stuff. like, oh, Cena yeah. versus Lashley, the ending of that at a Great American Bash, and another was um, the iconic take her Batista moment in the chamber where they flipped into the pile driver. I, for some reason, I thought that happened at Mania, and that doesn't make sense why it the, would, uh, the Attitude Era, and probably, like, a lot, you know, maybe a lot of the Ruthless Aggression Era, I think I have him, but I think he he would even say, he's like, he most certainly has me in the last 10 to 15 years. Yeah. Like, no doubt. Yeah. Because I'm like, week to week, I'm like, there was sometimes 2010, 11 that, like, I wouldn't watch as much, nor was the product fucking, you know, that superb, like, yeah. for a little bit with the little Jimmy shit, and then the fucking... What, like John Laurinaitis and all that? <laughs> 2008 to like 2012 was a rough time. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, well, 2012 I thought a lot, I got a little bit. It was better. good. Oh, like, oh, oh, eight, it was 9 to 11. Yeah, yeah, I still I enjoyed all of it. And at the time of like watching it, I still was watching it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, yeah, there yeah. were there were times where I was like, "This is definitely stupid as fuck." Like, yes, there were times that I hated some of the shit that was going on, like on Raw, but I was still watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was very <laughs> like sitting there, like picking apart the choices that are made. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. part of being a fan. I do that now. Like, I watched Chamber last night, and there was like one moment where it was a simple looking moment. Um, like little ankle tweak, but the commentators like, "Oh, he shattered his ankle," and I'm like, "Guys, come on!" Like, yeah, don't try to make these small things seem big because yeah. the big things won't seem as big. And yeah. it's like that, it's like stuff like that that happens in wrestling or botches, like you know, the, the missed moves and stuff like that. As a fan, you got to be able to like see it, point it out, and like make fun of it. I feel like you have to in order to enjoy the product, you know, like. Yeah. Well, whenever they go into the turnbuckle, like shoulder check the other guy to you know give him an Irish whip, they lean in a little further, just take that half a second longer. They're yeah. telling them to reverse it, and then they you know whip them out. They get reversed into their own turnbuckle, the other corner of the ring. And see, happens all the time. And like I wonder if us like doing backyard and watching a bunch of videos and also learning from like Dom and Corey and like some of the insides of the wrestling world kind of like maybe ruined it watching it for us as a fan because like we know those moments where they're a calling spot I knew I knew what like, the, yeah, yeah. I, like I've there wasn't a moment like really in my life that I haven't ever been into it but I would say overall if I was watching WWE the least it was probably in that probably the back half of 2010 and mm, a, mm, I don't know there was a lot going on those years too so I was like I guess I guess it was maybe a lot of 2011 but maybe 11 was in spurts too because I did catch the the mic uh, the fucking uh, the pipe bomb 
Oh, everything with CM Punk, Punk did. I, I did yeah. see that live. I saw a lot of the big moments. I saw The Rock like come back live. I saw like a lot of that shit, but I feel like I did not. Once again, like some of the favorite reviews. Yeah, I think that was like 2012. Uh, what? When all that happened. Oh, 2011. The, 2011. Well, 2011, The Rock, remember? Because he yeah, was made yeah, the whole He was year. made the host of Mania whenever Miz and Cena were in the main event. He came out rock bottom the fuck out of Miz. Yeah. First year Cena and Rock face each other was 2012. Yeah. And in that tag team match we were talking about earlier before the podcast was uh, Survivor Series 2011. So The Rock. So seven and a half years, man. The dude's a fucking athlete still at the end of the day. Came back superb. To 2011, be man. That was. That was our. That was a shit year. That was our truth's year, though. He got yeah. a WWE title match. Yeah. He got to face The Rock and he Cena. Was the top heel, like one of the top heels in the business. Like, and he ran on like a hallucinogenic gimmick where he saw an invisible. Yeah, he friend. saw a little Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. And it, honestly, like that was a rough time as a wrestling fan. Like 2009, <laughs> little Jimmy loves John Cena. Yeah, that was a rough time. You're like, what the fuck is this? Well, shut shit. up, little Jimmy. There's like. <laughs> What? It wasn't until Punk came in that, like, you felt things were changing. And, like, that's kind of like what I said, like, earlier when we were watching um, the one promo video, like, about Daniel Bryan. CM Punk's the one that I think that, like, really put the first big fracture in the in the foundation. Like, you had smaller guys like Ray and Eddie who, like I said, you know. Some of the best around, of all time. Yeah, and who accomplished great things, won world championships. But it was guys like CM Punk who spoke out and wasn't afraid to be himself and, like, wasn't, you know, afraid to speak illy about Vince McMahon on live TV to the point where he said, you know, companies could be better off when he's dead on live <laughs> yeah, TV. Yeah, he that cut his mic like, shortly after that. Like, like, That's the thing. They let that fly. Oh, yeah. But then once he said, oh, yeah, Vince, he's a bully. Yeah. Let me tell you about the Be A Star campaign. Then it was done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they like it. Just, I think with Punk, it really, he really set a trend that took off, and then Daniel Bryan just, because Punk left in, what, 2013, and that's when Daniel Bryan really started to get white hot. Um, 2013, honestly, that was the same year. Yeah, Punk left at, what, that Rumble? And it, yeah, that was, is when Daniel Bryan won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, it was like the Raw after the 14 Rumble, I think. Yeah, so it was like, so it was just barely, and that was the one that Batista came back and won. Everybody's pissed. Yeah, Batista yeah. was supposed to come back, win the championship, but fans wanted Daniel Bryan, and honestly, like, I feel bad for Batista, but it created a much better moment. I yeah, think, for Daniel. That's Bryan. the thing. Just, like, I well, they did that because fan. they wanted Batista and Orton, though, didn't they? Oh yeah, they didn't want Daniel they Bryan initially, and then people wanted, people clamored. For Daniel Bryan to be in the main event. Yeah, WWE wanted Orton versus Batista with Batista as the good guy and Batista winning the title from Orton. Yeah, Batista, but, that reign, like that run that Batista had when he came back was just rough. Because mm-hmm. then they reformed Evolution and like... The Shield. Dude, clean swept him. That was the worst thing of all time because I loved Evolution. Yeah. And bad. they brought him back and they just made him get their ass beat like but three shows walked. in a row. It was like, yeah, dude, dude, why? What? The fuck do you keep having this match? You're just gonna make them continuously well, lose. Man, if anyone was gonna kick their ass like that, it's the Shield. It the was Shield was dominant, dude. They, they beat were. fucking the Shield the was Outlaws and Kane's ass in like two and a half minutes. And let's not forget, like their first four months or so on the main roster, they were undefeated. Yeah, they all yeah. they literally like, just like came in and terrorized. Like when the Shield came down to the ring, 
they just came in and just started fucking up that the dudes in the match and hotel. stuff. Yeah, you're like, like, oh no. And they just come through the crowd and just fuck dudes like, up. Like, if you're standing in the ring and you hear that Sierra Hotel come in, you're like, oh, I'm getting fucked up. <laughs> this is not good, because they had no alliances. That, that was cool about them. Like, they helped CM Punk, but at the end of the day, they were there for themselves. They were literally, yeah, it was just them three. Like, they didn't really care about anybody else. Yeah. And dude, like, and it's also crazy to think about how when the first when the shield first came on the scene, Dean Ambrose was the the leader. That's who they pushed WWE pushed as the face of the shield. Mm-hmm. And then as time went on, it seemed like fans wanted Seth Rollins. WWE wanted Roman Reigns because Roman Reigns had the look. I thought Rollins had more of the full package. Fans, fans loved Roman though too. At first, until they started like and shoving them down, until they really started drugs, to push him. I knew it wasn't going to work like that. A lot of guys have gotten over whenever they're made to be a heel. First, they get hated because they're allowed to be more themselves, like CM Punk, like Steve Austin, The Rock. He got hated and shit like that. Got heat. People started loving him. They they turned back in his favor after initially turning on you know Rocky Maivia and shit. The same yeah. sort of thing could work. Yeah. I think it's a pretty undefeated formula. I mean, look at Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, like, he was a good underdog when he, like, had that first few, big feud he had with The Miz, won the U.S. title, and he was just the Red Dragon. Mm-hmm. Like, he was good and favorable and whatnot, but he kind of had a bland character. And people, like, I remember at that time, they kind of asked, like, is Daniel Bryan, does he have it? But it wasn't until he turned heel and started the whole no thing that people started to hate him. I think it's the whole no, if there was no no character the Yes movement wouldn't have been as strong because they had to get <coughs> the fans to hate Daniel Bryan in order to love him, Yeah, I think. You know, like, and that's exactly what you're saying with the other characters. Yeah, you get him over that way because if yeah. you're the cliche babyface, it's kind of like, why would they get behind you? And I think that was kind of, you know, anytime you're... Everybody, everybody wants to be... Run. Everybody yeah. wants to be loved initially, but you got to be yourself first, and it's hard to tap into yourself as, like, a face without being too cliche... So what do you do? You turn heel. You get them on your side. Just being so fucking entertaining. Everybody wants to be loved, but as a wrestling fan and knowing wrestling and, like, competing in it and shit, like, if you were ever to be, like, I feel like most wrestling fans, if they got the chance, would rather be a heel. It's fun. Like, you know, it would be, it's, it, it, it is. It's just like, more it's, freedom. it's more fun to play a heel. Like, you get to say whatever. Like, you get to be funny. It's just, and the thing about it's being more a, freedom for sure, like yeah. you said. And the thing about being a face, it's just it's more difficult to be a face because you have to pretend to be this good guy who never makes flaws. And like maybe you don't, but that's like the good guy WWE has pushed for so long. And maybe that's the flaw of John Cena is just this squeaky clean, never does wrong good guy. Um, that's why when John Cena would get in those really angry moments and just snap, it was so shocking because you didn't see that out of him. Mm-hmm. But like. I don't think you always need that squeaky clean face. You can he have wasn't a face always that makes mistakes. No, he wasn't. And, and then he, he they just PG through fucking hard work. He became the poster boy, the guy yeah. that they trusted with everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and for ten years, like I was just telling Elijah the other night, I'm like, and that dude ran the gauntlet on everybody, yeah. everybody from this era, that era, fucking in the next. Like, and he beat him, and he won the belt from him. He lost the belt to him. He, but he like he literally fucking wrestled everyone, and also from like it was the man that, for ten years yeah. straight, probably over that. And also considering that like yes, all that was predetermined, like we all know. But John Cena worked his ass. You have off. to compete with the other guys in a sense of you got to outwork each other yeah. to get that spot. And John Cena like worked his ass off in the ring and outside of the ring. 
and he just proved that he deserved to be the face of the company. And, like, I remember, you know, of course, growing up as a John Cena fan, I got a lot of hate. Elijah was a big fan of his, too. Like, that was lit. Like, Tyler's guy. That was, was my fucking dude. Yeah, Tyler's like guy was, <laughs> Tyler's guy was CM Punk. Yeah. Elijah and I, we were on the same page. Our guy was John Cena. And, like, so we caught hate anytime we went to a live show because... Oh, I was I was loud as hell for Cena support too. Yeah, me too. And you know the (laughs) thing you would hear is, "Oh, Cena buries talent." And like for a while, I started to believe it because I started seeing you know younger guys like Wade Barrett come up and get buried and never see the main event again. It makes sense looking back. It makes sense looking back. But then you think back to John Cena's feud with Roman Reigns, where Roman beat John, and leading up to that, where they had like the pipe bomb Mm -hmm. um, promo, or more John did, and John said he's like. Because Roman's response was that John was going to bury him. And John said, you know, people think I have this mystical shovel. It's not that. It's just that nobody can keep up. Nobody or Everybody thinks they can touch me. Mm-hmm. And they might touch me, but they can never continue to touch me. They can never keep up at the pace that I do. That's what I'm saying. And, like, when, you, when I heard that, like, I thought at the time that it was true. But sitting here thinking about it now, like, it's – and looking back in hindsight about what's happened in wrestling – it really is true. Like, yeah, you can say Johnson and buried people, but you could also say with a good argument that nobody outworked him. Guess what? I don't think a lot of those guys looking back were ready anyways when they faced him at those manias. I think yeah. he still should have probably beat most of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, even five years ago, I was still kind of like, ah, that was fucked, you know, but I don't think some of the guys are ready yet. Now, maybe now if he came back and they wrestled him, maybe. Now, especially Roman. Roman Roman is now where they oh, wanted him to be. Heel turn he is was fucking doing tremendous. And Paul Heyman with him. Oh, it's great. great. That shit last it's night, great. Brian yeah. winning and then that and just clubbing him. And the thing is, Murdered it's like real quick. When Roman was fir- when fir- when Roman first turned heel and they had Paul with him, I was thinking, Oh great, this is perfect because Paul's gonna be able to speak for Roman because I mean before we saw Roman was okay on the mic but he wasn't gonna like steal the show with it but he wasn't awful um so I thought you know this is perfect Roman can be a heel he can be more of himself and Paul can do the talking but Roman's even shown with this heel turn and that Roman talks he most talk of the time fine. Yeah. like he's a perfectly fine talker which makes you think has Roman been able to speak this get promos this fine this entire time but he did it because he was constrained by a script. And he needed some direction. direction. He, did, he didn't he have the freedom, freedom, I don't yeah. think. And who knows, Paul Heyman could be Paul. helping him a lot, too. Whenever AJ and TNA turned heel, they put him with, like, uh, Christian, and I think it was Tomko, but, like, he learned a lot from Christian. He learned a lot whenever he was working with Kurt Angle, because Kurt Angle cut fucking good promos, oh, yeah. too. Um, but especially Christian. Honestly, Christian Edge... Edge probably is definitely the overall more successful, but I will say this: I think Christian is every bit the promo that Edge is. Oh yeah, every bit. Yeah, and I like, think Christian's every bit is like knowledgeable as Edge is yeah. probably about the shit, yeah. like about yeah. wrestling. And yeah. honestly, you could even make the <laughs> argument that Christian is just as every bit of a wrestler as Edge is. The only difference is Edge has more weight and more height, which makes him yeah. more of a main event guy. And when I say like more every bit of a wrestler, I mean promo, in-ring ability, like fan popularity. Yeah. Like, okay, yes, Edge has a lot more popularity, but that is because he's been more of a main event star. But Christian, I believe if Christian had the same build as Edge, he would have been a main event. I do too. Well, Christian yeah. was a smaller yeah. guy. Christian could have easily held it. Yeah. yeah he, oh, yeah. He was ahead of his time. Oh, I for believe. sure. And he went. He went over to whenever he went over to Impact. He fucking he like he learned how to talk, man. He got so much. I shouldn't say learned how to talk. Him and Edge and Kurt were always like doing the backstage segments and like the Attitude Era, killing it. 
Uh, fucking hilarious. Edge and Christian hilarious. Was hilarious. They were great. And I believe the only reason why it was that good is because they were childhood friends. Like, like well, the, it was legit chemistry. Yes. Oh yeah, it yeah. was real. It was bullshit. <laughs> and they were at fucking what WrestleMania seven. Uh, no, I think they saw whenever uh, Warrior beat Hogan uh-huh. or something like that at uh, Mania six. Yep. And then they both started like training around the same time. Traveled together on the yeah. road. Like they literally were together from the time they were kids. Up until I guess Christian went to TNA. Christian or Edge made his debut before Christian in yeah. WWF against Vader. Yeah, that was he looked. Whoa, that was ninety eight. Yeah, dude, Edge Holy looked a fuck. lot different. Yeah, but you ever see the old photos of the Hardys and they were like in those colored goofy like costumes as jobbers just getting their asses kicked in like uh-huh. ninety eight and shit like that. Ninety nine before they were really like the dude, Hardys. They, they weren't even eighteen yet. They did, oh yeah, Jeff lied about like his age. 15. Jeff lied about his age, and he got in early. Yeah, I think Jeff <laughs> he was, was like fucking sixteen yeah. or seventeen. Yeah. And Matt, yeah. Matt was of age because he was yeah, older. he was like nineteen. Jeff was under age, and yeah, but dude, Jeff, he's a wild bastard. But he's had one hell of a career too. He's also had a lot of Demons. lot of trouble, but he's dude. But still, everybody forgives him, and all the oh, fans yeah. love him. Love him because well, they've stuck by him. Yeah, and I, I think it's because people have never denied who he is as a person. They've always known Jeff Hardy is a good guy because you know, see it outside too. the ring, and you can tell he loves wrestling. It's just like every person on this planet, he has demons. It's just yeah. oh yeah, his demons were stronger, and you know it's understandable. Every, you know, yeah. not everybody, but people go through situations like that, and it's it's. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure he had a rough go. Like he there's certain fighting. times where he. He's probably had a terrible life. And you know? he's had many relapses, and you can tell he's Their mind passed away whenever they were really young. Yeah. And that, I'm sure, especially Jeff, because he didn't really even get to know, you know, Matt being three years older, mm-hmm. he got to know her a little better. So maybe that was a little better for him. I don't know if it was a little worse or what, but Jeff hardly. So if yeah, he had man. no, like, female direction, like, of any sort of. Yeah. Maybe he was. He found. Maybe he filled that void with yeah. fucking what he filled it with. And I think Jeff deserves. Jeff Hardy deserves one more title, like world title. I think so too. Whether I fucking the, love to see him do exactly. it. Exactly. Whether it's the Universal, the WWE, it doesn't need to be long. At, at the most, six months. At the shortest, maybe a couple months. But just let him have it one more time, I think, because the first time he had it, when he won it. Excuse me. When he won it from Triple H and. Um, I think it was like Edge and Vladimir Kozlov. I think it was a token of gratitude. Yeah, and that he, he didn't it. hold it long because then he went into the feud with Matt Hardy because Jeff won it, and then remember like a month or two later, he lost it to Edge when Matt turned on him and mm-hmm. hit him with a chair. Yeah. But, and they used Jeff's real-life situations as a storyline with Matt. Like, Jeff's yeah. house actually burnt down. Mm-hmm. He actually lost his dog mm-hmm. in that uh, fire. He what he got a DWI. He yep. crashed his vehicle. Like all these things happened, and then they used the storyline wise with Jeff's permission, of course, to say that Matt did it. But like, so all those things happened to Jeff like two months into his like title reign, and they say that those things caused him to become depressed, and he fell into mm-hmm. um, addiction again in his demons. And they said that's one reason why they decided to put the title back on Edge. Because I heard that. I don't know if it's true, but I heard back then that the plan was Jeff versus Matt for the title at Mania, but they put it on Edge because they Jeff was going through some shit, and yeah. so like now knowing that Jeff is clean now, he's been clean for years. He's been working his butt off in WWE. Like, mm-hmm. let's give him one more shot. But you can also say the same for Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan has said that his full time career is winding down, and soon he's going to be transitioning to part time. Yeah. So like. 
And there's I mean, a few you had that like rain that. like a year ago, or I guess it was a few years ago. Holy oh, shit! Yeah, where he was healing. I know he's like the planet's champion, and yeah, like that was that, a while. already been back for like three years. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm awesome. so glad he got the chance to come back again. Yeah. And Edge. Yeah. Like honestly, and Edge. Yeah, yeah. I thought a Daniel Bryan return was more likely than an Edge one. Yeah. Well, when Edge left, oh, I thought Edge like, was definitive. Yeah, yes. five years after, five, six, seven years after Edge left. Nobody even thought that there was any possibility that he. I should have realized shit, surgery, technology, all that sh- sort of shit. Like the, what they were able to do on his neck, I'm sure that many years later, like to really fix him up, was beyond what they thought they could do in 2011. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like with it. Yeah. So that's that was so fucking heartbreak. All of a sudden, he's like told he's got to, dude. Fuck, be your last match being against Alberto Del Rio. But, 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 <laughs> yeah, like the the opponent may suck. Shouldn't but sound it, too hateful, it was at yeah. WrestleMania and one of the it was events, yeah. and you were the champion, and you walked out the champion. Like that, it was a cool. Perfect. It really was. It if really anything's was. better than that, it's maybe walking in as the challenger and walking out as champion and having yeah. a moment. Like maybe that's better. As far as opponent, he went on top. If that had been his last one, that would have been just disappointing to me. I would have been like, man, yeah, should have been against yeah, it somebody. Wouldn't have been, yeah, it wouldn't have been like yeah. the ideal final no. opponent. But for know? a long time, we had to accept that that was it because we didn't think this was going to happen at all. Well, like Edge even said Fuck. in his retirement speech that, like, honestly, doctors were wanting him to hang it up before Mania, but he wanted to push on until then. And, like, yeah. doctors were like, okay. So, like, if anything, like, we were lucky to get that Mania match because he... Doctor he said every match it was, was going to get worse. Well, when did that neck injury happen? Like 2005? Something like It plagued him for years. Yeah. Fucking. And the thing is, Christian Edge didn't too. skyrocket till after that neck injury. Uh-huh, and he came back from it. Kind of like Save Steve. Steve. Yeah. Like, when Edge came back um, last year, I was, like, I was so hopeful that, you know, everybody was. And we didn't expect it. Like, when... 2019 was here, like December 2019, before right before the January 2020 Rumble, and Edge returned. I didn't think Edge was going to return. Like Elijah had said, and you said, it, you, we thought it was definitive. It was back in 2011, and I just didn't. Uh, so many years had passed, I didn't think it was possible. A neck injury, mm-hmm. and Edge kept his training and rehab in in secret. And like kudos, because nowadays as a wrestling fan, surprises don't happen anymore. Everything's leaked. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. Th- and there were rumors that Edge may appear in the 2020 Rumble, but when it actually happened, dude, just to see it on TV and then whoever you were with when you were watching it, you just felt the energy, man. It just and someone watch, like who watched Edge growing up, the nostalgia yeah. just hit you instantly, and he felt Holy good. Shit, yeah. And he came out and he was running, and there was one moment where he like was looking around like soon after he came out. And he, like, you could tell on Stacey, he was emotional, trying to hold back tears. Like, as a wrestling fan who grew up watching Edge and Owen, what he went through, dude, you had to feel emotional about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it is, dude, it is perfect, too. Now, fucking, and yeah, he can still get it done, but I like the thought of, like, he's like a, like, late 40s fucking Edge going in to, st- you know, try and stop fucking Roman, who's, he looks great. who's been the ultimate bully with the title, just just fucking murdering everybody, man. Just and that kicking everybody's ass. The best physical shape he's been in years. Yeah. And Edge is just fucking... It's yeah. it's set for a damn good match of Mania. Roman's got the whole, like... They should go This is last. my show. Like, if you want to do anything on SmackDown, you go through me. Yeah. Like, he's the ultimate motherfucker on that show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
It's going to be good. Fucking McIntyre retain, and I kind of thought that was going to happen. Yeah, but Miz cashed in. Yeah. So I really hope Miz can hold the title till around Mania or till Mania. What is he going to have with that? I don't know what the title picture is going to be like at all. It's 9.21 right now, so 9.22 Central Time. So Raw's currently on. So, I mean, who knows what's (laughs) happening on Raw right now? Like, after Chamber last night, I was seeing tweets of people speculating that Miz was going to lose the title tonight to either McIntyre or Lashley. That then we were going to see McIntyre and Lashley at Mania for the title because leading up to Chamber, it was thought that it was going to be Miz and Morrison versus Bad Bunny and Damian Priest at Mania. <laughs> and, it, like, Bad Bunny and Miz had a, had a segment last night at Chamber which kind of, like, again, yeah. lets you know, hey, they're probably going to have a match at Mania. Then later that night, Miz cashes in as champion. So it's like, okay, so is Miz going to have a short reign and lose the title to Drew and oh Bobby? My God. Or is it going to be Miz versus Bad Bunny? What if Bad, Bad Bunny screws oh, him out of it? I've heard the Bad Bunny thing. No way will they do that. Not oh, after... No, he, yeah. Like, not after all the shit that, like, how bad the shit went with our cat, and they saw that <laughs> trying to give a title match to a celebrity and shit, like, well, no that, way. That Bunny's already the 24-7 champion, but, I mean, that's not the, yeah, that's, that's not the WWE. They throw that title But do you think everybody. that Bad yeah. Bunny's gonna cost Miz the WWE title? He could. That's could <laughs> further their feud. I mean, that's a brilliant that. way to do it. I mean, it's a classic stereotypical way. If Bad Bunny costs him, dude. If Bad Bunny costs him, I hope Bad Bunny's career goes down the drain. Dude, Stevens, I'm sure Stevens will hate it too. If Bad Bunny costs Miss the title, I will never. Listen I hope to his, his fucking record sales. You'll never what? Yeah, I'll never listen to his music if he costs. I don't listen to his music anyway. Yeah, I don't. I didn't really know who he was. Like. Like Pitbull, like the only person they would hire for years at a time at Mania was Die! Pitbull. Flo Rida. Oh, yeah. yeah they it was hired the, Flo Rida. Flo Rida! Dude, did you know you Pitbull's like five foot four? I, Flo Rida drops bangers. Turn around, that was a good song. I only know his radio hits. So I don't know. That was fucking uh, the Hangover movies. They had, they played the good they, they played the good ones. Yeah. He had really, really poppy rap. He did. Yeah. That was like oh, his yeah. kind of music. Welcome to my house. Well, yeah, I remember seeing it rock. Rock used water. That would, that, I don't even know what that would be considered. That's just pop. That was my house. Yeah, some weird type of EDM take. I don't pop EDM. I don't know. So that's you. No, that eh, that was the other song. The GER or whatever. Going down for real. That was that song was that song was that song that song was fucking nails. <laughs> it was. <laughs> God damn. Honestly, uh, yeah, I mean, Edge. I hope he wins at Mania because it's like it, it's tough because Roman's on a tear right now. He'd get his heat run. if he won. And he would get heat if he won, which would be great because he's already hated and he's being a great heel. And plus, Roman's on a fantastic run, probably the best run of his career. But at the same yeah. time, after everything Edge has been through, he has to win. Yeah, you would think that they're going to put the title on Edge for yeah. sure. Charlotte, Roman, McIntyre are all three. Well, I mean, probably a lot of the women, really, but uh, are all absolutely in their prime right now. Like, right oh, yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, that's why they're going in and, work, you know, having the belts now. Like, yeah. t- 10 years ago, they showed pictures of what they looked like. Fucking McIntyre looked like just a young guy, just like a chump. Well, when did he debut? Yeah, he looked crazy. He hoped to hold the back belt. Then. The first time he debuted in WWE, he was... What? We saw him at that Evolve show. Yeah. It was 2008, and he was called the Chosen One, and he was like in his mid 2020s or something like that. And like, 
he 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 has said before I wasn't ready I was young I got cocky kind of like reminded me of like a, a young Randy Orton it's just the thing is young Randy Orton had his dad backing him and just he was an Orton um, Drew McIntyre didn't have anybody backing him and like wasn't really a big name but you know he just said he let the fame get to him and it happens to him all having Carlito but McIntyre yeah he held the Intercontinental title I think yeah it was like that tag champs Carlito was jacked when he came back at Rumble oh dude he looked Huge. Oh, Carlito looked better than he looked at all in WWE. Yeah. He looked great. The insane, like I said, with Edge. Edge is in the best shape he's been. What's up with all these like legends from our childhood who are now in the best shape of their lives? It must be that we're in like better healthy diet time. Exactly. Yeah. They're better yeah, science. It is better nutrients. It's more widely available. Um, and and at the same time, like those guys were at the top notch, like superb athletes. Like I don't see a guy like Edge even. Even being like, oh, you know, I'm never going to wrestle again, letting his body go to shit. Like, he's going to take care of himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, going to stay in good shape. Maybe not quite wrestling shape, but, like, pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he never let himself get too shitty or anything. Oh, well, I mean, like, he must okay. have, like, done pretty well with his body. Because oh, yeah. when he came back, he was putting on 30, 40-minute matches with Randy Orton. Yeah. So. I'm glad, dude, Mania. Finally going to have fans again. Yes. Fucking in Jesus Christ. I don't think they yeah, it's going to be many. Cool. Like, uh, there's gonna be a. Uh, it's Tampa. It's, let's be real. Yeah, there's gonna, I think there's gonna be is like twenty thousand or twenty. I bet they're all gonna be spread out. Is that Roger Dean? The football stadium. Where but Mania is also gonna be two. I think so. Yeah, two days. Mania is also two days. Oh, the tenth and eleventh. They, they've of done April. that before, and what they did for one night, they had like the Universal yeah. Title main event, and the next time they had the WWE Title main event. Which honestly, like, okay, I'm here for it because like, if you like one night better. Go ahead and just watch that one night. Plus, I'm going to watch both. I don't know if I'll be able to watch both live. I exactly. Just, I, I just think not, it makes it maybe the nights a little not like less stacked yeah. because you split them up, and it doesn't make for that one huge ass day. Yeah, I was about to say because I kind of like how they split it up because for it's years people have complained just... about the long pay per views and how they're just getting longer. Like yeah. regular normal C level pay per views were going on for three three and a half hours, and then. One of the big four, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Rumble, Mania. That was like Mania was like a seven-hour event. <laughs> yeah, it got to be like six hours. <laughs> it was no, it, yeah, it, it was st- the, the pre-show would start. It would the the fucking matches were going on for at least five hours. Pre-show though. started at thing. like two p.m. Central Time. Yeah, it turned into like a Super Bowl thing. Yeah, it, it was all day. It, it turned into ended a at huge like ten forty-five. Fucking thing, dude. Um, was, so what does it, it break it down to? Like, what does it break? But it was a lot. Three and a half hours for like what was last oh, year? For you think night. per night, yeah, four oh, hours each. I mean, oh, I don't know. I don't know if it was quite four. I can't tell you the time limits. I'm um, not sure. Well, I mean, like, because I don't think I don't know if it added up to like that long or if they kept them a little shorter. They have been reducing the times but on yeah. like pay per views. I mean, like last those shows are watching, pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, last night when I was watching Chamber with Alexis, like she was asking me what time does this end, and I'm like, oh, it, you know, probably like. 9, 30, 10, because growing up, that's usually about the time they ended and we'd start yeah. to wrap up at Stevens. That's how I yeah, that's usually how it went. 9, yeah. 30, 10 o'clock. But Chamber last night ended at like what? Like 8, 45, 9. In your head, you always think 7 to 10. Yeah, it ended at like 8, 30. Yeah, you yeah. always think 7 to 10 around here in your mind, Central uh-huh. Time. But yeah, Chamber last night, it only had five matches and it ended at like 8, 30, which was like an hour before I, hour, hour and a half before I expected it to. So like, Maybe WWE is trying to reduce, you know, the 
length of pay-per-views. I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure why they would because or for the longest time, the reason why they keep their shows long is because more advertising, more money. So, like, and that's why I heard Raw and so just trying to keep to interest. Two hours. Well, and then yeah. this with the same reason like comedians. Oh, you're like well, I'm going to reduce my stand-up specials from an hour, hour ten to thirty minutes because they realize that people don't keep interest for a super long period of time. Like, yeah. we're living in a day and age now. There's so much to get you entertained where you're not going to just focus on one thing for yeah. long enough. And Tim mentioned Peacock, and I want to like get to that before I get to that. Before I forget, I want to mention I want Miz to have a great run. I really do because he deserves it, but I just have an awful feeling that it's going to not last that long. I, it it better go to at least Mania. Yeah. Like, what are they going to do? Are they going to fuck this up? Because, I mean, he's in a feud with Bad Bunny. Like, really, who, no. who is he going to No, he's with? not. He's unless, not. <laughs> unless WWE is trying to swerve us. Hating <laughs> it. Honestly, though, when Bobby Lashley attacked Drew McIntyre before Miz even came out and like was in the picture... I was thinking to myself, oh, Lashley versus Drew at Mania. I'm down for this. I'm even down for Lashley taking the title. Dude, Lashley, as a heel right now, killing it. He's huge. Yeah. He's he's in great shape. And just like the Hurt Business with MVP as his manager, great. But anyway, like Peacock. Last last event they're going to have is, I think, Fastlane on there. And, and it's going to be on Peacock, too. It's going to be on both of them. Oh, is Chamber the last one? Chamber's Chamber is the last one only on Netflix. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Fastlane but yeah. will also be on Network, but it's going to oh. be on Peacock as well. It's going to be a oh, dual Oh, it's going to be the only one? It doesn't yeah. become Peacock only until Mania. Oh, okay. But the thing is, and I was talking to Stevens about this, because he was pretty like confused on the situation being a network subscription. I was trying to figure out which one. And I had to cancel my subscription, so like, and I got Peacock, so um, I wasn't watching as much, so I canceled and got Peacock. And, oh, I um, get Peacock. How much is it a month? Peacock? Well, yeah. you get two different subscriptions. Well, three, actually. You can get the free version, which you get very limited access yeah. to its content. Um, then there's $5 a month, which is access to everything but commercial. Like, you get commercials with it. Even on, like, if you're trying to watch reruns of The Office, you'll get episode or commercials with it. Um, that's the one I have, just because I don't mind little 30-second commercials to save 5 bucks. And then, yes, the next one up is 10 bucks a month, and it, it's commercial-free. But So I had Peacock and not the network, and so I was talking to Stevens because he had a network, and so we were kind of, like, coming from the two different parts of the deal between WWE and NBC mm. and um, he was pretty like lost on the situation and I was too because they didn't really put out much information you really had to like look for it online to get like the specifics of it of what was going to happen to a pre-existing subscription um, or like subscribers to the network. Yeah I thought they were just going to carry over. And they do yeah, yeah. They, they just carry over because Stevens was at first I think he thought and I might get this wrong but like I think he thought that like they uh he was going to have to like cancel his subscription and then subscribe to Peacock. And I was like, no, it just transfers over and you will be put under Peacock's pricing system, which in the long run, you're going to end up paying less for wrestling in the WWE network than you did through the network. Because through the network, I think it's like between 10 to 12 a month. And like I said, for Peacock, you can get it as cheap as five with commercials. So I don't know if like, that plan is going to be available for the WWE. You may have to just get the $10 one through Peacock to get the network because... The way I heard it's going to be set up, it's going to be like a channel, like Disney Plus, how they have different channels, like a Star Wars channel and um, Marvel channel. They're going to have that for the network on Peacock. And they got the rights to it for one billion. So uh, I, I think it's two billion for Fuck. 
10 years maybe five years five years i think but so yeah for five years um which i think is a good you know first trial to yeah, see how yeah. things go and if they decide to continue then do so but um yeah it's for five years hopefully it's as user friendly yeah that's what app. i'm saying hopefully that's it's got awesome. its own tab oh. and you can just go to the wwe well, page and it's going to be set up this shit like that yes i will say just in terms of like peacock itself i have it and like alexis and i use it for um Mainly The Office is mm-hmm. why we got it, because we love The Office. We watch it when we go to bed. It's like the only thing we watch when we go to bed. Great. Yeah. yeah. And so when it got taken off Netflix, we were you know bummed. And the thing is, we don't have a DVD player or like a PlayStation or anything in the bedroom. So we were like, you know, how do we watch it when we go to bed? So we got a Roku and we had a smart TV. But still, we needed something to stream it on. So we got Peacock. And um, now we do, like, we got Peacock, but we're now hooked on other shows like Face Off which is where they do like movie cosmetics like you would see like in Star Trek or like a horror movie and it's just people competing against each other and then also Hell's Kitchen with Gordon Ramsay Um, like she loves to cook I'm trying to learn to cook and just like also Gordon Ramsay's hilarious he's entertaining and um, so Peacock's worth it but the thing we've noticed watching all that is um, at times it freezes and so, like, that's something I worry about. That's all new network. streaming services. Some of them are, yeah. Disney still has a fucking issue with it. There's still a lag there sometimes when I'm watching them. It's like that way with anything new technology-wise. Like, the first models of phones and gaming systems, like, they're always that way, too. Like, it's yeah. streaming they services. They gotta get the bugs like, out. Yeah. They all got bugs and shit at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Termites and such. And I hope they get it all infested. Out. Or at least, like, worked on it at least a little bit because once the network does merge completely over, mm. that's going to bring so much more users, um, so much more people just, or data or power being trying to, being drawn from their database or whatever. I'm not IT savvy, but um, it's going to, Peacock's server is going to be working a lot harder. And, like, if they don't smooth it out soon, like, it may be a rough experience trying to watch, like, WrestleMania. they got to expand the fucking bandwidth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's for damn sure. They, yeah, gotta, they better have all that, that shit ready. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, already, I'm already, like, trying to imagine how it's going to be set up to even look, like, on there with all of NBC's content, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I know. Have, have you, you been on Peacock? Like, do you know what it looks like? No. Okay. Yeah, I would try to plan it out, but I would just make myself sound silly and not make sense but you would have to see it. it I don't know how they're going to make it work but like I could see it like I said with Disney if you go on Disney they'll have like collections they call it like Star Wars collection and it's like a square you can click on then next to it's like a Marvel collection another square you can co- click on and it'll take you to like all Star Wars content or all, all Marvel's content mm-hmm. I'm thinking it could be like that because they said all content on the network is going to mm-hmm. transfer to Peacock I just so, hope you can look at old shit like as easily you go to like oh you want to watch something from 06 or yeah. like you yeah. want to watch a Vengeance pay-per-view from a long time yeah. ago or something. I, I want mean. it to be easily yeah. accessible like if you're like oh I want to watch Survivor Series 98 like I just want to be able to fucking find it mm-hmm. and not have to like look through all Peacock's crap like ah it's just buried somewhere in the library. The, uh, I like <laughs> I like navigating the apps honestly through my PS4 move, like more than anything else. Like I don't know I like I've looked to pre-order the PS5. You still can't even pre-order shit. Oh I know. It's so like it's been so I don't even need to get it right now anyway because it's they're still like we just talked about they're still working out the bugs because yeah. they got to figure out the system. Well then it's like man I didn't get a PS4 until like I think like oh man maybe four years ago I think I was maybe just 
I was a freshman in college or just finished my freshman year of college. But, so I haven't had the PS4 like that long because um, it came out much before then. I think it came out before we started high school. But it was 2013. Yeah. So November, was, November. Okay, so like yeah. sophomore, junior year. Um, so I got it like a little bit after. But there's still so many games on PS4 that I want to play that I just, you know, I, I'm. would a PS5 be great? Yeah. But I'm not ready for it. Not so like, and also if I can save the money right now, awesome. But yeah, there's yeah. just a lot more games yeah. still I want to play. Yeah, you can't yeah. even find them. Well, you can ways. still. The yeah. good thing is, I'm pretty sure yeah. they made them compatible with each other. Like you can get the shit for both of them or whatever. Um, yeah. So they've been waiting for PlayStation to do backwards compatibility for so long. I'm sure it's sweet, but I'm fucking. It seems like there might be a lot of risks right now. Mm-hmm. But also, even if I wanted to get one, that where the fuck do you even pre-order? You can't. That also like you can't even get all of it. Discs are becoming less common with PlayStation and consoles. Yeah, everything's going to gonna become from just online. download. Yeah, yeah. And streaming eventually until we're all of it. Virtual reality, and fucking that, the whole dialed shit. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to be like the virtual. You ever seen the movie Her? Oh, with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yep. All right. Joker. Yeah. Um, he's man. Johnny he's, Cash as well. But that's but that's fucking. I feel like isn't like don't you think that like you have a don't you have a virtual reality headset? Oh, you still I, have that? I had one from my phone, so it wasn't like oh, okay. it wasn't like PlayStation. It was like the Oculus thing. thing. It was the Oculus that you put your phone into yeah. it. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that's cool. the one I've tried. I think is that, that thing one? was cool, but you couldn't use any handhelds. It was just all your head and just moving your head around, so nothing to do with your hands, mm-hmm. um, and. It killed your phone battery, and your phone like got hot really quick to the point like I remember, yeah. if it overheated, you it would tell you and you had to take your phone out. Right? I remember playing that. There was that, that one girl. first model shit. There was yeah. that one girl in yeah. the room or something like that. Whenever I put yours on, it was like a horror theme or something like that. Yeah, and there was some little girl in a room. Fucking yeah, that's horror. that's the only one I remember ever playing uh, on the Oculus. Was I played that horror one? On like four different people's Oculus, and I never played any of the rest. Because it was like the only free one they gave you. The rest of the games you had to purchase. Like they gave you like a free horror one, a free roller coaster one, and like a free like thriller one where you're like falling off a building. I don't know, but I saw this like Star Wars game that like you could fucking (laughs) yeah uh, fall off a building. (laughs) It might be kind of cool to virtually see what it's like to jump off a building though. I saw this virtual reality. <laughs> I saw this virtual reality Star Wars game that looked pretty badass. Like it looked like you could be pretty much anybody and yeah. like just walk through and do all the shit. And I'd be like, if you could free world it as like any Jedi or some shit like that, especially if you could do something awesome. to like clap your hands or hold your hands together or whatever, and you can get a lightsaber out and shit. <laughs> <laughs> or if you put your like, you know, you had like some hand console or something yeah. with a VR or whatever. Like I haven't done VR, so I don't know the correct term, but. You put your hand in a certain motion, and like that activates the force, or yeah. like a, a, like a force choke, or force electro like ele- electrocution, or whatever. Like that's how the world's cool. gonna be. Yeah. So like you're just gonna be home, and you're just gonna be in this fucking virtual world because you're gonna find it more interesting than the actual world. <laughs> like it it's gonna, your video to, game just gonna be all around you in the room. Yeah, it reminds me of Back to the Future. To like, there's a scene where Marty McFly goes up to like this pinball machine. It looks like or it's a duck hunting game, like arcade game. Yeah. And it looks like a regular old school duck hunting arcade game and he like pulls out the toy gun connects to it and he like plays the game and there's like two little boys next to him and they make fun of him they're like for using his hands because like they're just seeing the future just 
back then they predicted that we'd be able to use VR. So like even back to the future predicted that one day we wouldn't need to use a toy gun. We could just use our own hands and make the motion of a gun and shoot a duck that's on the screen. Like yeah, that's pretty cool. And but I do believe one day, like you said, like we'll look around and it'll be all around us. Mm-hmm. And people like just kind of walking by each other, like yeah face, fucking doing you know doing their own thing with their little chip in their ear talking to that instead of everybody's gonna get so distanced yeah mm-hmm. and that's what i think i'm like it's gonna be very individualized like it's you're gonna live robots, your own, every human will have like their own world around them to yeah. where they yeah. won't even care about exactly. anybody else honestly, be like be a little bit that could be dangerous in terms of not just only people's mental health but also in terms of of a society is like, Wally gonna actually happen is everybody just gonna you know end up or what if you're thing? angry or what if you're sad or whatever is your whole world fucked up then around yeah. you like, like, what if you just lose perception of reality because you're in the game so much and it's so immersive that you think it's your reality yeah, like, yeah. we're not there that's yet what I mean. but I believe that will we will that's, get to that point in our life because we're maybe we are there Alexa yeah we're maybe we've been there the She's whole on. time um yeah Alexa is always listening but it's very fucking like eventually. It'd be funny if she was you just think like they're gonna him. talk. They're gonna talk back <laughs> to you and be able to hold like a comprehensive conversation, like mm-hmm. back and forth, back and forth. Like they're gonna become mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna be like part of your world. She's gonna be able to do all your shit for you. Hey, make me a list and blah blah blah. You know the virtual shit. Like I feel like that's gonna come. Yeah. Because they're, they're. I didn't think honestly. One of the whole reasons I'm kind of like, oh man, I'm like, uh, I didn't think that we were this far along technologically and then I'm like Jesus Christ like this shit is coming this I mean, shit this shit is here just look at it it's already there I think that they're holding dude they're the shit that they actually already have that they could put out and the advancement they've already had in technology oh yeah the humans just aren't ready for it they're giving us no, no, no. a little it has bit to be affordable it has to be affordable to where everybody can have like the sort I don't think we're like to her yet but we're that's that kind of shit is in the car. I think the shit that we have, be, you know, better and better and better. If everybody had the shit that is actually the advancement of technology to where it is now, if everybody had that capability right in their hands, I think we'd be at, at the level of her within a decade. Oh, yeah. dude! I mean, just look at video games. Like, oh yeah, twenty years ago. We only had like a PlayStation One and a PlayStation. Like you look at the graphics of a PlayStation One game. Like, was it great for back then? Oh yeah, people loved it. I mean, I had a PlayStation One like when I was a kid, and I loved it. I, I didn't care for the graphics, but when you do get older, you know, you want better graphics. But just think about it. Like twenty years ago, we were we PlayStation Two probably just Game came Boys out. and such. Yeah, Game Boy Advances, Game Which Boy Advances. Like, you'd have to have a car light to shine on your Game Boy yeah. so you could play it in the dark yeah. in the car. <laughs> and if you wanted to play like with a friend, like there was no playing online. You had to get like a cable that connected both your Game Boys to play together mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, and now here close. we are, twenty years later, and we got VR. And like, we are a very advanced society, and like it does maybe feel like we aren't doing much when you think about the past because like in the past we were discovering vaccines and going to space and doing this and doing that so right now America I think in just the world it's is at a very like kind of a plateau in terms of like accomplishments and like technology like we're still advancing mm-hmm. but just you know we've you know I I don't know if we we don't we've taken our eye off the ball yeah you know, the, we, in a sense we got a lot of, <laughs> we got a lot of shit going on we're not 
you know, there's more focuses out there. Technology right now isn't so much being focused on what we thought it would back then. Like, we were thinking of, of flying cars and jetpacks and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, I believe one day, like, we will get to that stuff. Yeah. But it's that- just right now we have other things technology needs yeah. to be used for, which is, like, hunger and, yeah. you know, climate change and just other things like like military defense as well. Yeah. Like, just technology is needed for more important things so it's like and they have all the best shit because they should because they have it for the most imperative jobs yeah you know what I mean? the military but have you noticed like that. that every like technology wise we're advancing like crazy but cars are the same they've been forever except electric cars are becoming more popular yeah there's like electric but we still got the same cars still look the fucking same pretty much i mean they oh, the, yeah. the body shape's different but like they're still made out of the same shit. Even it's still the same shit. Yeah, even across different makes. Like a Chevy started to look like a Ford. A Ford started to look like a Dodge. Dodge and vice versa. It was, and like the only thing that like is distinguishable nowadays are the more boxy vehicles, like a Jeep or a Fiat. Like something that's more distinguishable. But yeah, a lot of these trucks and cars are starting to look the same. There's no technological advances on in vehicle either. Like we still have metal frames people are still getting horribly injured and dying in car wrecks there's still rubber tires like blowouts like still all of this crazy shit that it seems like they could work on to make cars safe elon musk and like they are like is that like you said that there's still nothing quite better like and more affordable that would work better than rubber for like tires and shit Uh because i watched the musk like did i don't know if you've watched if you watched any of the ones that uh elon was on joe rogan I watched the first one where Elon smoked it. <laughs> it got him in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, he was on again. He was talking about it and shit. He was talking about, like, just the advancements they're making and shit like that. But he said within five years, he thinks, we'll be to Mars. That's what he thinks. Just just roughing it. I mean, look at what we just did with Mars. We just sent an un- another unmanned rover up there, and it's, for the first time, going to collect samples of for evidence of foreign life. And Are it, we going to start traveling planet to planet? Like, I mean, maybe not us even, maybe that's a far maybe away, but like, uh, you know, because uh, they were talking about that on the cast too. It's just, like, how far are we going to go with this? You know what I mean? With space? Try, are we going to fuck up this world so bad that we're going to try and build civilization oh, on Mars? I think well, that that's underlying gotta, what's happening. The thing is, you got to make Mars habitable for yeah you can't I mean obviously there's so much to do and but it's like is, is that a goal or is that even making Mars habitable um, it's not something that what do you think it's scientists are uncertain about this is just from what I've read I'm no expert so of course just take what I say as great no we're just talking shit yeah. we're having a good time. Um, but so from what I've read and I've, I I love watching documentaries about space so space I just fucking love it dude but I watched one documentary that said um Oh, I just lost my train of thought. Where were you? Mars, habitable. Yeah, okay. So they said with Mars, trying to make it habitable, they said that um, they don't know if we can make it habitable. There are some, some scientists who believe that Mars will never be able to sustain human life without, like, the stereotypical illustrations you see of, like, these domes put on... Mars to like seal tight oxygen or like seal it in so we can walk around without our suits but once we leave those domes and whatnot we have to put the suits on and then we're on Mars so you know some believe that's that's how it'll be but others think we could make Mars habitable and they're starting to think that because they're finding like just more 
samples from these rovers they're sending up there. Um, the one they sent up there currently landed in a lake bed, and it's the first one to land a lake bed. Usually they try to land the rovers on smooth land because it's easier, and those they say it takes 11 minutes for one message to be relayed from the rover back to Earth. So, you know, think about it. Say, help, I'm in danger. It's going to take 11 minutes to get to NASA, and NASA may not be able to help by then because it may be too late for the rover. So, like, when the rover descends down to Mars, they said it has, like, seven minutes. And, like, it, they call it seven minutes of fear because because of the 11-minute relay, the seven minutes, they can't do anything to help. But it landed in the lake bed, landed safely, and it's going to collect samples. But they're hoping what they could possibly do is the south pole of Mars apparently has, like, an ice cap. And they think that they could take, like, would be awful. And I don't don't know if it's the only way they could do this. But they said, like, take some t- sor- sort of, like, massive thermal bomb, kind of like an atom bomb, and drop it off near the south pole of Mars and, you know, blow it up. And hopefully um, that would be like enough heat to heat up all the ice at the South Pole to release all the water within Mars and send it to the surface and release like, I don't know, do something to the atmosphere as well that would allow Mars to be like Earth in the sense that, you know, you'd have oxygen in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, long explanation, Damn. but like, yeah, it's something I saw in a documentary and it was, you know, talking about planets that could sustain life one day and that's what they said about Mars. So they're talking about yeah. building this atom bomb type deal, or oh, I don't, I don't even know if it's to... an atom bomb. Like I said, I, well, it's it's <laughs> of a, sorts. It, it's <laughs> some bomb that is massive and would be able to put off great amount of energy and yeah. heat. And so, I mean, the only thing that I can think of that we have readily available to do that is like an atom bomb or a hydrogen bomb. That's such a human. What are we going to do to yeah. fix this for us? Let's go blow up space. Hey, <laughs> when we dropped this on Hiroshima uh, and Nagasaki, it was pretty bad and released bad stuff into the environment. But hey, let's go drop it off in space and see what happens. Like, we don't learn. We don't. We haven't done it since then, you know? We fucked up <laughs> our own shit. I think the reason why we haven't done it since is... I hope it's because we've learned our lesson, but also, like, I what I think is... Whatever the reason is, for 60 years. Whatever the reason is, it's a good thing. I mean, it's, we haven't done it since, so that's oh. a good thing, though. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> Either I mean, way. Just think about the fear. I think it really is the fear that, you know, back then when we did it to Japan, it was horrible. It was yeah. horrible back then, you know, and, like... Well, it was horrible that ever came to that in the first place. Exactly. Well, let's, let's be real, though, about that. Like, I'm not even saying, like... Americans, this is a true statement, as fucked up as it is to say, but Americans, like, they broke the Japanese because, like... They wouldn't surrender. Before that, dude, the Japanese were fucking samurais and conquerors and fucking... They were, like, badasses all throughout history. (laughs) Up to that point, they were fucking hard and they never quit. In World War II, dude, no, their way didn't. of being like honorable and being a samurai, because you know there weren't samurais in World War II. They were their, their way of being honorable. <laughs> and, just yeah, going out there with a sword. <laughs> no, the way they were honorable was kamikazes, dude. They were perfectly fine with flying a plane into something and it blowing up. And just sacrificing themselves. No, because that's what I'm saying. Like back in the day, dude, 
That's always been that way in culture. Yeah. They would sacrifice themselves for battle. Like, yeah. Oh, for, for the oh, sake yeah. of battle. Like, samurais would gut themselves. No, it was, yes. it was, a, it was a fucking suicide mission yes. on purpose. So, when, like, Germany surrendered first, and that's because Hitler killed himself. And for the people listening, air quotations, killed himself. Um, you he's still out there. You can believe that conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, he, he ain't went now. To, that old son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, he's a pilot. No, by so now, right. even if he lived, like that's. I think that's. A if he's still thing. alive right now, that he's <laughs> not a threat. Yeah, be like, yeah. Be, like <laughs> be like, he fucking. <laughs> even if he didn't die, he's dead now. Okay. Yes. Exactly. Like if Hitler escaped and went to Argentina, you which I have a leading theory, he died in like 2002. <laughs> the wind's gonna. Yeah. Yeah, he died in like 2002 or something, but. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, earlier than that, I think he died nineteen seventy. He saw he saw yeah. from lung Jesus. cancer. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude peed himself in a speech. But anyway, yeah, he? Ger- yeah, he got so excited. He da, 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 da. He's on so many drugs, yeah. dude. He didn't realize that it was actually piss. He's like, he's dude. He must have some coke hair flapping in the wind and shit. When he surrendered, um, or when he like died, I should say, Jeremy <laughs> surrendered. Um, and so all that was left on the bats, like for the bad guys, it was what the we were the allies, and then there were the, the allied powers, powers and the Axis powers. Axis yeah. powers and the Axis yep. powers were Germany, Italy, Italy and Japan, Japan. and it was allies were us, England, Britain, yeah. Russia, France were yeah. like the big yeah. four. So when France Germany's after they fucking surrendered, yeah, together, yeah, when they Germany had no surrendered. I don't know what what Italy what was going on with them when Germany surrendered and Hitler. Hitler oh, Italy! Like, no, they, well, they, their their part got shut down pretty quickly. Mussolini, like, made yeah, they the over, they overthrew Mussolini. Yeah, That's right. That's like right. The, it fell apart. They they tried to invade like where did they try to invade Poland? And that fucking no, Germany, no, the Germans. No, 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 they, oh yeah, no, Italy invaded. Uh, no, 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 it was uh, they. It was a failed fucking. Uh, it was a failed invasion. Yeah, that's what I know. It was so, it was a place they should have been able to take over. Yeah. So when Germany surrendered, then it was only Japan that was left, and yeah. it was pretty much. And Japan. it was because that was their fucking like that yeah. was what their they mentality. did. They and were they not going to give up. And also, they didn't lose their leader, and they weren't being demolished. Like they didn't yeah. lose their leader like Germany, and they weren't being demolished like Italy. But still, it was Germany <laughs> against us, Russia, England, and France. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. Like. Be be realistic. No, they, were, they were like, it was done. they were like, come on, motherfuckers. <laughs> they didn't care. All four of the countries of the Allies were like, do you surrender? Japan's like, no. And then the U.S. was like, we got like, this is your warning. We're not going to tell you what you what we got, but this is your warning. Do you yeah. surrender? And Japan's like, no. gave them every choice. And so then the U.S. dropped the first bomb. Yes, and still. then they were like, do you surrender? And Japan said no. Yep. Japan, and I don't know if like this is common knowledge, and I didn't know this until college, but the two bombs were dropped days apart. Yeah, I thought it was, they were it was the like same three day. days that they yeah. gave them. Yeah, it was, it was three days. surrender yeah. fucking now. Yeah, and like... They didn't I, want to drop the second. Because I even heard some people like push the narrative that the U.S. dropped the bombs like almost consecutively, simultaneously, and gave Japan like no chance. Like, no, they gave them three days yeah. to surrender after the first bomb, and Japan still was like... No. It was brutal as shit, but they did give them time in between, but they still would not and like, fucking I really surrender. wish it wouldn't have happened because yeah. thousands of innocent lives died. And people yeah. say, well, those people supported Japan. Yes, they supported their country who they thought w- were right. We supported yeah, our exactly. country who we thought was they right. They were fed yeah. the narrative 
that Japan was the fucking good guys. Well, same exactly. as the Nazis. And they what were, has you know, the US they thought done. they were doing the right fucking thing. Hitler convinced them. They they're like, fuck out, take over the world. Yeah. And I will say one thing, like, like historically, the U.S. has been notorious for sticking its nose in where it doesn't belong, for injecting yeah. itself in a war in a like a conflict that we didn't need to be in. That's the thing. thing our government war, gets us involved, if, and the country hates yeah. us being there, and they fucking don't okay, spit okay, Americans. But, but World War Two, if we had not gotten Japan involved, the world would have been fucked. Okay, yeah. Exactly. The but world yeah. would have been fucked. That, that, that war was our war to win, pretty much. Because... If we had not stepped in, and if we had not out-manufactured, out-fucking, you know, came up with the atom bomb and shit. They had better weapons. They had better weapons. That's why we had to out-manufacture Germany. And we fucking did. Germany started building the the bombs, the atom bombs, before the U.S. did. Britain defeated Germany in the Royal Air Battle. Do you know, like, who broke the news to the U.S. about the atom bombs being built by Germany? It was Einstein. LBI, I was going to say Albert yeah. Einstein. He was the he, one. Yeah. He wrote a letter to FDR, and at first FDR didn't believe him, and then he kept pushing yeah. and pushing, and he was like, you need to listen to me. And finally FDR <coughs> agreed to meet with him, and he met with him, and he believed him. And from there, the Manhattan Project started, and that's when the U.S. started building their own bomb. If it was for Albert Einstein, like, yes, he's the reason that atom bomb was built and probably dropped by Japan because he's the one that brought the formula instructions to the U.S., but... He probably saved the world from being taken over by Germany because Germany yeah. was building their own bombs and they would have used the, them. The thing is, it had to be something. Unfortunately, it, it's it is it is all unfortunate, but that's what the fucking world was. It had to be something so devastating that they had no fucking choice. Yeah. Like thousand millions of fucking and you know families and shit were lost. And that's Japan. the thing. I can understand older Japanese people being bitter about it. Like I can understand the Japanese yeah. culture being bitter about it, society yeah. being yeah. bitter yeah. towards yeah. America. Mm-hmm. But it's like. At the same time, like, that's totally, totally, like, reasonable. Oh, yeah. But, like, I'd be pissed. That was 100%. It was the better ruthlessness, hard headedness of their government that they just weren't going to back. And them. you guys attacked us and brought us into the world with yeah. real hard. No, we were going to stay out of the fucking shit, but it just got way no. too goddamn. It was, Hitler was going to come for this place oh, yeah. anyway. Hitler Eventually, he over the world. He wanted it to was going to end up being Japan versus Germany. They if found, we had not done he was anything. just in Europe, but he was going to make his way to the yeah, Americas. They found documents, sure. actually, and there was a documentary made, and I don't know what channel it was on. It was on yeah. TV back when I was with living with my parents and they had cable. But anyway, like. They found documents from Hitler that had, like, written out and mapped out his plans for after taking over Europe. And his plan, like you said, America. His plan after taking over Europe was taking over America and then the rest of the world. But he saw America and Europe being um, – Europe first because that's where he was. And then yeah, yeah. U.S. That was, next because course. U.S. was the powerhouse. Plus he had to get all of those countries with him yes. to do more. But he wanted the U.S. next instead of a closer country like, like Asia because – at the time, the U.S. was going through, like, industrial revolution and just, or was yeah. coming off of that and was just a powerhouse. Yeah. Um, and granted, we just had the Got us out of the fucking, like, the war and shit. Like, got us, like, out of the depression. Everything mm-hmm. started. That that was a huge now, turn in fucking, like... Do you believe that FDR, like, do you believe, or have you heard of the conspiracy that FDR knew Pearl Harbor was going to be attacked mm-hmm. but did nothing because he saw it as a chance to get into the war? I don't know enough... Honestly, yeah, about that that specific yeah. fact, yeah, that I can say to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't want to I, bitch about the man because everything else, like he, he was a great fucking president. And a lot he of he like, like yeah, he like 
the shit he had to deal with was fucking it was absurd. Like it was absurd fucking challenges. The like polio, between the depression too. and the fuck yeah, between yeah, well that, but the depression plus the war. Yeah. Good fucking well, lord, man. Like not just World War II. <coughs> he wasn't the president for World War One, but no. I mean we are still still feeling the the effects of World War One. I. I mean, oh that was yeah, in the teens yeah, in the twenties, but but I mean, it, World War One on our front wasn't nearly as devastating as the consequences of World War Two could and were going to be if yeah, we stopped fucking that goddamn that man. Yeah, yeah, the Civil War was. Was, isn't the Civil War the most deadly U.S. War? Well, like, yeah, I mean, all, because they were all citizens. They were all deaths yeah, on our own front. But but we, there were so fewer people back then. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. population was So it was like they wiped in like one day, like 5% of the population was just gone. And that's because literally if you were... <laughs> so if no, you were Jesus. And that's literally because any male who <laughs> was like... 15 or it might have been 18 I don't know what that age was oh, but yeah. any male who was probably younger than 18 and above then. it might have been 14 or some shit like that you I read some war books like there were like men in their 50s who sh- like nowadays would be retired oh yeah they would be in that bastard there would be enough people between a specific time group between 18 25 just yeah. in this country alone for you to get everybody you need and you, had you just fathers, have to whip them into fucking shape yeah and you had fathers fighting oh yeah people turning against brothers. each other like families were on opposite sides and shit oh yeah yeah you guys uh, want to take a break real quick come back yeah, alrighty see you back in a minute folks ladies and gentlemen welcome back How's it going? You enjoying it so far? Oh, I'm having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking good deal. Fucking, it's time we introduce this motherfucker to the good, the bad, and the shits. Oh, man. You're going to be able to answer for all of our topics. He'll give me three. I'll give him three. Sounds you can good. add your own. That's typically what the guests do, so it's fucking it's up to you. Right on. You want to go first? Yep. All righty. Sure. What you got? What you got? Me and Ethan answer. <laughs> Tuto manuge. You know? What? All that in a bag of chips. It's uh, sure. an old, <laughs> an old Finnish saying. <laughs> Why do you know Finnish? Cause I think I was speaking of like it was World War Two shit. Actually, I think was where that came uh, from. All right, because they said time. something about like firing at. They would scream "Tultumanule" because in Finnish it meant fire at their balls, and they would just scream it. Like going into battle. And like, that would sound intimidating, especially if you could transcribe it. So it's like they are screaming fire at their balls. Oh, man. It's like the Jawas when they fucking shock R2 and C3PO. That was great. The Jawas were awesome. The Ewoks. I don't know about that. I mean, they did win that war, though. They did win that battle. Yeah. Chuck, chuck. They did it with a bunch of fucking <laughs> logs and sticks. And if you believe the conspiracy, they died right after Return of the Jedi because Death Star, when it blew up, it, mm. it crashed on. Do you believe it? I don't know. No, I don't believe it because fucking <laughs> Rise of Skywalker, they were in it. That's true. No, there's only two of them. Two of them could have survived. Like fucking the Wookiees. <laughs> Maybe. Did only two Wookiees survive? No, but two Ewoks were shown in the picture. Two Wookiees survived. But, but that was what, the, the two it? Ewoks were shown in the picture, so at least two of them survived. So is Chewie just one of two remaining Wookiees? I thought there were more Wookiees no, than I, just two. I don't know, honestly. 
Well, at the Revenge of the Sith, they fucked them all up. I know, but like, <laughs> and that's then what it I'm was just two. Yeah, that the droids blew them all to hell, dude. And then the clones turned on them. Blew. Yeah. Tarful got killed somewhere along the way. He, him, and uh, yeah, Tarful were the two. Tar, yeah, Tarful was Yoda interacted with him, yeah. and then he went. He took his pod and uh, went back. It's literally Tarful and Chewie were the only ones yeah. by you. Well, I mean, yeah, eventually they deleted that scene. You know, there was supposed to be fucking Liam Neeson scene where he filmed. Communicating with Yoda, and he got in a motorcycle accident that year, and he couldn't film it for Revenge of the Sith. Oh, what a twat! I know it would have been fucking great. <laughs> God, dude, I think he'll be in the Kenobi show. Yeah, I could see it. Is a Force ghost? I could see it, dude. The if fact that they have fucking the fact they have Hayden Christensen coming back for that as Anakin or as Vader. Yeah, dude. Dude, Obi Wan's getting Ooh. in shape too, which means he's gonna be in shape. Fucking ready to go have you in seen some it? sort of crazy battle. Have you seen Ewan McGregor's beard? He asked for it. It's yeah. got some gray in it. it just, oh, like, dude, it he's like gonna a look perfect great. Wisdom people, Jedi beard. People like say what they want about the prequels, but they honestly, most people love Obi Wan. Like Ewan oh, yeah. is Obi Wan. Like without without the prequel Obi Wan, it just would have seemed like okay, he taught Luke a few things and then he passed on. But like with the prequels, that dude interconnected everything. Like trained yeah. fucking Anakin was trained by Qui Gon. Like. So many pieces were like arranged around Obi Wan. Similar thing with like Anakin. Like, yeah. if you just watch Anakin based on the prequels, it's hard to like really care for him. I get it. Like, he like he had a bad script. I'm of the opinion Hayden Christian isn't a bad. Actor. I think he did he pretty good. I, yeah, I don't think it was horrible. Yeah. I think there were a few lines exactly. that were you know whatever, but I think that he executed the material as well as he could. Yeah, but I you know I can see how it's easy for someone to not like Anakin if you just watch the prequels. But yeah, yeah. If you watch the Clone Wars animated series, it makes you love so Anakin. So sick. It makes man. you love Anakin. And it just so it shows you a different side. But I'm sorry, you're talking ah. Elijah. Yeah. That was probably the longest hesitation before we actually started. <laughs> then we said we were going to Got a little bit of Star Wars in there. We'll no cycle one, back around to no that. No one us three, we can sit here and talk all night, dude. All just night. Just, yeah. About everything. Uh-huh. All right, Elijah, I'm sorry. All right, first one. I don't think we've used, but I, th- I was thinking about him a lot today. Classic band, ACDC. <laughs> Fucking badass band. A lot of classics. You know what? I also just uh, found out like what that stands for. It's from a vacuum, isn't it? It was from a sewing, their sister sewing machine. Yeah, where they I saw it was it. some like appliance. Yeah, and it's it was literally yeah, an electrical current. It, yeah. mean, it means alternating current, direct oh, current. Yeah, direct. Yep, yep. That's, yeah, Thomas Edison and, uh, it, what was this dude? Tesla? Yeah, Tesla. Yeah. I think one came up with one of the circuits and the other came up, Tesla came up with the, with the better one. I think he came up with the alternating and as much Alternating anyway. current, direct current. Uh, ah. So, yeah, you're, you're talking. That, dude, ACDC said powerhouse rock. Put out rock. some damn yes. good music in the 70s, 80s. Fucking probably even into the 90s. I mean, they came out with a few songs after that, but their classic shit was the 80s. And let's obviously. not forget, too, like, what kind of makes this difficult to judge is that they had two different lead singers and were successful with both, but... Dude, their second lead singer, like, that's the thing. Brian Johnson. Or Brian Johnson. Picked up the ball and ran with it, man. Bon Scott sang, we looked it up, I thought it was only like an album or two. It was like five albums. Yeah, Bon Scott was the original. Then Brian Johnson. So Brian Johnson inevitably made more albums than Bon Bon Scott. Scott. He, like, 
God, dude, Johnson. That voice just like is him. not easy to replace, man. And he choked on vomit. He took on his own vomit. Yeah, no, Brian Johnson didn't come or they were it, fucking classic he didn't come on right. until the Black album, right? Black, back in Black. Yeah, because that was what it was, dude. That album, ultra fucking successful. That means Bon Scott had some big albums. Though. He had High Voltage. Yeah. He had fucking what was the other Highway Dirty Deeds done Dirt yeah, Cheap? Yeah, yeah that Dirty one. Deeds. Wasn't Highway to Hell his? Yeah. yeah and he I'm had Highway sure. to Hell. Highway those to were hell. huge. Thunder All Strong, three of those. Yeah. TNT. Thunder I'm pretty sure he had Johnson. TNT Johnson. too. Okay. Yeah. He might have had TNT also. So on T Yeah, I think that is Bond. That was John Dean! That was on high voltage. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. That was a lot. All, all the late seventies shit was his. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard their song Big but, Balls? Yeah. But fucking that was Brian, on dirty but Brian Johnson sure. most certainly picked up the ball and fucking ran with it. My they think, they sounded just like it was crazy. Oh, he did if great. I had a breakdown for ACDC though, like Was it Malcolm and Angus? Were they the ones that started it? It's just this yeah, is overrated, underrated, yeah. or fair yeah. judgment. Man, it, it's tough to perceive like, by your society. Like but in no. general I feel like ACDC gets a lot of love. Yeah, I feel like but they do. They deserve it because they're they're fucking good. They they're a classic all time rock band. I feel like ACDC does get a lot of love. I feel like the love that they're getting are isn't as common with people our age, and it's less common with people younger than us. Yeah, I, mean, it, I, I think that's just going to be the thing obviously. Any music, though. Yeah, yeah, music yeah, artists the out there. Um, yeah. And so ACDC are definitely past their time. Um, the fact that they're still putting out music like. Excuse me. They just dropped an album like not that long ago, or like yeah. a single not that long ago. It was an and album. they're leading up to an album. Yeah, or they dropped the album. Mm. Um, I haven't listened to it, so like I don't, I don't know much about it. The last ACDC album like I've listened to all the way through was like Black Eyes. Yeah, like, that 2010. was mine too. And like that one was good, but like it didn't. Nothing stood out, it, and it very much just felt like it wasn't that ACDC. classic. Yeah, yeah. And something that like artists have to come like decide through their career is am I going to change with the times or am I going to stick with the formula and yeah. ACDC stuck with the formula yeah, and yeah. it's kind of like after some time you know some songs kind of blend together and they don't stand out yeah, so yeah. with like Black Eyes that album 2010 when I listened to it they, the songs kind of blurred together they didn't really stand out and yeah so I'm fearful of that with this album I haven't listened to yet with the newest one so I guess my thing is I love ACDC and their old music probably like going all the way back to back in black and even further you know yeah. but I feel like just now what kind of ruins it for me is I feel like they don't need to be putting out new music but they are and I don't know if it's just I don't think it's for money because I'm sure they're all loaded no um, it's just classic rock just, stars still yeah, love yeah, to I do it it's just, yeah, exactly I do think that it. they like a lot of the hits hits it's like they've happened uh-huh. but we're still gonna produce music because it's what we love to do and like and that know, and, and recycling the same Stuff is just not enough after a while, and you should, you know, let's create some new stuff. Like, let's keep, you've got to keep challenging yourself yeah. in your older age, you know, and all that other shit. So, I mean, that's all reasons why they would. Um, I think, I mean, you know, that's what they love to do. For as long as you want to do it, I think you should be able to do it. That being said, I do think, obviously, their best music is behind them, but it's not to say that they can't still make some good music. But overall, I think their legacy is pretty cemented, is one of the greatest fucking rock bands of all time. Dude, just, like, the memories, too. I feel like there's not a single band or artist really out there that I have more memories of just being, like, hammered fucking singing with my dad and my brother to yeah. a band oh than ACDC. Like, for those about to rock, we salute you in Thunderstruck. Yeah. Those two songs, I've been hammered. 
Hell's Bells. Hell's Bells kicks, dude. When that Hell's Bell just gongs on Hell's Bells. Oh, that shit. Dude, it's kind of like Inner Sandman. Like, when Inner Sandman comes on. Oh, yeah. I think of, like, a high school football game. You know, the team's about to come out. Inner Sandman's on. Hell's Bells gives me the same vibe as Inner Sandman. It's just dark and just... It's just... It's going to bring you. Yeah, you're fucking ready. Dude, ACDC, they are legends. They are. Roll world they without are. ACDC, ACDC, I don't think rock would sound the same yeah. today. I don't think it would. And I think they they're, they're that's what I mean. They kept, they were one of the first like that alternating current, direct yeah. current. Like they were kind of the first that brought powerhouse rock. Yeah. So yeah. it made For sense sure. that that was their. And they were like, huge, yeah. dude. They sold out stadiums across <laughs> the fucking world. Yeah, and I don't know if they've inspired these bands, but like without ACDC, you know those powerhouse rock bands, bands yeah. today like Five Finger Death Punch, that's a power rock band. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they exist or like Breaking Benjamin. Yeah, I like Breaking Benjamin. I don't, you know, they're very much a heavier rock compared to the more rock, modern rock that's coming out nowadays. Mm-hmm. More modern rock coming out is, well, they consider like Twenty One Pilots, and that's alternative. Um, so, like, I don't know, ACDC man. I'll go ahead and say that. <laughs> I, I'll say it's uh, fair. I'm gonna say the same I'll, thing. I'll say it's fair. It's because <laughs> I think that they deserve every bit of respect. Like, I think their legacy is cemented, and I think they deserve it. Uh huh. Um. And even if their new music doesn't hold up to their old music, I don't think it taints their legacy any. I think they're just artists keeping creating art. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they get worldwide acclaim too. Like they sell like like Metallica crowds. Like yeah, they will sell out. Like get massive crowds all different countries. All it the would world. just be hard to make a case like, that they're underrated because they do get a lot of love. Yeah, you know? and as an artist, to be able to sell out arenas around the world, the dude, that like to be able to sell, crazy. Out, sell out arenas in just the U.S. alone is hard to do. To do that around the world and to continue to do so... And not even you? just in the countries that primarily speak English, but you're going oh, to places sure. that are like... They speak other languages and they're still... And rocking out to the shit. Yeah, right. if anything, they've learned English by listening to <coughs> their music. Like, yeah, I've like entertainment-wise. I've heard a lot of people say that, too. Like, yeah. TV shows and movies and music, music. are what taught them another language. Uh-huh. Like, it's, just, it's crazy to me to think, because, like, I can listen all day to somebody speak Spanish or French. I'll probably pick up on a few words. Oh, they're probably talking about this or whatever, but, like, I'm not going to learn shit from it not without somebody being like this means this you know yeah. what i mean yeah like to just be able to watch it and be like oh they're talking about this right now or whatever listen to it and know it doesn't make any yeah. sense to me i would definitely say fair though. i would say they're, they're fucking like but all other countries are different too because they most other countries besides america speak more than just english so they kind of know how to pick up on other languages <laughs> so that makes any other co- like American content and English content can spread worldwide because Americans everybody knows our language well it's growing though because now so many fucking people have you know well now it's very it's much more of a melting pot even it keeps growing and growing I like growing. to think I've heard the melting pot term and I like to think instead of a melting pot because a melting pot means you like think about it like you're melting and blending together I like to think of like America and I heard this it is, it so is happening take, though is I'm it not, not though because everybody's mating with different people and shit like that and it's literally it's gonna end up becoming gonna, like, everybody's well, getting more mixed well yeah. I mean yeah in, in a way like, for sure there's a, like I have heard that as time goes on like right it'll, now it'll Caucasians happen. are the dominant 
race or not I shouldn't say dominant uh that sorry that sounds awful um, <laughs> that's yeah no, um, they, they know the most argument. prevalent I guess the most common the, okay the most, the most by the numbers the by most the numbers. Yes, yes yes exactly yeah. the highest percentage um, yeah everybody's equal. And which is a fact everybody's equal black lives matter just so you know um, <laughs> but so yes everybody is most certainly equal I don't we yes yeah. So, I think, yeah, we've covered that. We People know, know our intentions are pure yeah, here, yeah, all right? Yeah, but by the numbers. <laughs> but by the numbers, yeah. It's, and, and it's just, saying it's going to become less and common. Just, and the thing is, on. it's not just like even, I mean, not even to get deep into this because we'll get to the next good, bad, the shits in a second, but it's not even like white is a race. It's like white people are a mix of different yeah. countries around the world, too, to make a white person, is what we just talked yeah. about in the last episode. But think of America as like a chef salad. You know, chef salad has like an egg, I've heard that ham, lettuce. That like makes a chef sense. salad has a lot of ingredients. And think of it that way because you're saying like we're different. We have a lot of things that make up who we are. Yeah. And we're letting that stand out. But the melting pot, you're blending it together to make it all look the same. And you're all trying to kind of like in a societal term conform. But if you think of a garden salad, you're showcasing all your individual characteristics. And you want to like showcase that like yes we want yeah people are you know different race or ethnicities are you know having offspring or just you know it blending together different ethnicities yes that is happening so it is kind of like creating like a melting pot but um i you know again like i like to think of it as a chef salad you know you want people to stand out you want them to but it'll happen it'll both will happen then as time goes on anyway because people will eventually they'll meet you know different people and shit and it ended up happening on its own, but yeah, at the same t- at the same time, you want kind of those cultures to exist so that every like it'd be great if everybody's cultures could simultaneously exist and live amongst each other and leave each other alone when they need to and fucking be together when it's fucking appropriate. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, if it was done in such a way that it made sense, you know, it'll it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, but we'll, uh, everybody we'll go back. Can easily coexist yeah. with the topics. We'll go back around to that. Yeah. So sorry. No, you're good. Um, Brett the Hitman Hart. Oh. You know what? I almost put him as one of mine. Really? I was Tonight? Like, this cool. Yeah. Wow. I was kind of <laughs> like, I don't think I've ever, neither one of us has ever, I've only kept mine, my, the list Brett's, of mine. Brett's in my top that. five favorite of all time. Exactly. So. Yeah. He, he's, he's, I don't know if he's the, in my top I love Brett, but he's, I'm trying to think of where he's he like, It just comes the pure, raw fucking talent. Wrestling. There's oh, yeah. almost nobody Dude, better than Dude, and Brett. he never hurt anybody. Yes. Never. He always yes. make the guys look good. He never buried anybody. Did Kirk Angle ever hurt anybody? Because I would imagine Kirk I don't Angle know. would be pretty clean. You would think so, You yeah. would think. Um, um, I can't think of anybody notably, noticed. but I can't go on record saying yeah. that he didn't. I don't know. And the but I know Brett really didn't. He yeah. said he protected everybody. He knew what to do. He was just trained in the fucking dungeon, man. See, that's what Stew, I was about to say. hard-ass like, heart. That, that's what I was about to say. Like, the thing with Brett is we, you know, I just brought up Kurt Angle because of his techni- technical wrestling ability. Which that would have been a phenomenal. Match. Oh, it would have been a, a great match. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, bringing up Kurt made me think, Kurt was that good because, you know, he had all the training and all the, he was an Olympic gold medalist and, you know, as we know, one of the broken freaking neck. But yeah. with Brett, he, he never did, like, amateur wrestling. I, like, he might have been high school, I think, if I can remember vaguely. Yeah. But other than that, it really was just his dad teaching him in the heart dungeon, which is historic in wrestling. Like, as a kid, I always heard about it, but never knew what it looked like. And I imagine this just 
awesome looking wrestling training center, but no, when you see pictures, no, it's yeah. literally just no. a regular basement of a small house. It was yeah. a dungeon, man. Mats put up against the walls and the ground. Yeah. And they literally were tossing each other. There's posts in Dude, the middle of the ground like a basement house. Talk about starting from the basics and busting your ass, like, the way up. Like, yeah. they did in that basement, like, fucking, you know, uh, Benoit got trained down there, Owen Hart, like, the Hart family British in general. Bulldog. They fucking trained some Jericho hard asses, by then. I know Jericho was had training in there. He was, right? Bulldog, yeah, he got some training in there, I think, too. Um, yeah. He was uh, in the family. He definitely got some training, because either yeah. way, I think Brett helped, you know, train him and stuff, too. Yeah. But Brett, obviously, yeah, the most successful out of all the Hart family, um, in terms of accomplishments and Owen had the potential to be more. Owen, yeah, the potential. I know it's that's, that's one of the saddest topic, fucking story. I know it's just with Owen Hart was great. He, uh, it's just unfortunate we couldn't see more. You know, yeah. The thing with Brett, and I think Brett's a good choice because he. I figured it's a controversial he one. Definitely too, comes he's up very. With- the debate comes up a lot about Brett, about whether yeah. he's overrated or not. So I think this is a good. Choice. I don't think he's overrated at all. Like, I, uh, I, uh, I don't. It's tough because like it depends on how you look at it. I guess for me, because if you're looking at is Brett, you know, good, bad, the shits in terms of wrestling, like technical <laughs> wrestling ability. <laughs> you know what's ironic. Huh. Is that this segment was named the good, the bad, and the shits, and I might as well share this story Brad now Hart. because of what the fuck he said. Do you remember all those videos we were watching a few Seth years Rollins. ago? Whenever uh, no, you remember all those videos me you and Corey were God. watching a few years ago, and we were watching like uh, fucking like the Al Snow videos. Yeah. We were watching some of the Brett, just some yeah. of the stuff like glazing over. You know, he was showing some real like Bret Hart, just some uh, behind the scenes stuff, and Bret Hart was just shit. like, yeah, he's like, sure, <laughs> <laughs> he's like. He's like, but he's like, yeah, WWE's making an Owen Hart DVD. It's, it's, uh, you know, this, the questions they asked were such bullshit. The whole thing was such bullshit. <laughs> he's like, sure, there's an Owen Hart DVD out there, but, but it's the shits. <laughs> it's just the yeah. shits. And then somebody edited it to be like, it's the shits. It's the shits. It's the shits. <laughs> And that is literally the story behind where this fucking segment that. came from. That is the first that. time that's ever been told on air. Oh, but, fuck. Yeah, with Brett, though, like, <laughs> I don't know. It, like, if you look at him it, in terms of, if like, good, the bad, the shits, in terms of wrestling, technical wrestling ability. Yeah. He's one of the best you, ever. Then you could say, like, ever. Or maybe even underrated because he is one of the best ever. But if you then put good, bad, the shits in terms of overall wrestler then you can maybe say overrated because yeah. his mic skills and charisma wasn't the best like he had charisma but his mic skills wasn't the best and sometimes I don't know like it's weird Brett he did Hart what he had, had to do I guess his, yeah, but his, his voice his mic skill and his character weren't exactly the greatest that they like they weren't the best you know yeah. they weren't fucking the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels but uh-huh, it was like yeah. he fought, he was just Nobody was better on the mat as a technical wrestler. Like nobody yeah. could carry a sixty-minute fucking. And everybody match, knew like, his Matt family Hart. lineage, and everybody knew that you know how he fucking was trained. Everybody knew the whole thing, and they knew what a workhorse fucking he always was. And it was kind of like. And plus, I feel like in the nineties and early two thousands, if you saw those purple, like just wide, huge sunglasses, you knew where that was from. The thing Brad is. Hart. Oh, that, like pink, the, that the, pink, white, and black color scheme yeah, was just fantastic anyways. Yeah. Some people think he's very bitter in his old age, and, like, yeah, I'm sure he definitely is and seems like it at the point. But the dude school. has been through a lot of hell. 
He lost his job. brother. That happened. He lost. He's he fucking he. Uh, Goldberg gave him a concussion. Or he, uh, super he lost the British Bulldog. He recently lost Anvil. Yeah. He's, yeah. Speak, speaking he's, of Jeff Hardy, like, I'm Bret not. Hart's had a rough go, he too. Has, he's. Dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because like, we and Stevens have recently. talked about this before. Yeah. He, and he beat it. And, uh, but he had cancer. Because me and Stevens talk, and I'm like, you know, because he says, he's like, oh, Sting has been through a lot of shit, too. But I'm like, yeah, but man, think about the loss. Like, the only other person. The only other person that's comparable to Bret Hart in terms of the shit that's happened to him and that he's lost in his career is Kevin Von Erich. Oh, yeah. That is the Von only Erich. other person oh, dude. worthy of a comparison. Yeah. But to, I mean, yeah, and, that's, and that's a shame to even talk about this. I actually pretty much essentially met Kevin Von Erich from that story I was telling earlier about going down to Lake of the Ozarks 2011 when Pujols jacked that fucking home run like oh, that, yeah. you know, that... Uh, when we went to go see the WLW show, Kevin Von Erich was, like, outside. He was talking about, like, life in Hawaii and shit like that. And it was fucking crazy because he was – he lived, one of the most bone-chilling things i ever heard somebody say is, like, I think it was an interview that he did before. And he's, like, he's like once – he's, like, once I had six brothers or something like that, he's, like, now I'm not even a brother. Oh, man. And I was, like, think about what that even – Feels like to say, like, just think about, it. like, what even that would feel. I can't even. That's fucking. That, that, yeah, that's that's a, that family. That was just a huge tragedy. And and yeah, not because they were all story. old. They were all they were all gone when they were young, man. It was like just tragedies. It dude, was. Dude, and yeah. I'm like, those two in the wrestling world. I can't think of anybody that's currently alive, like, really that's really lost. And more. the Von Erics, like, when they were all wrestling and alive, they were like. Like people are saying, these guys are going to take over the world. They're going to be the future of wrestling, and yeah, yeah. these tragedies. But with Brett, yeah, I mean, people can like, and he have said he's bitter and just doesn't like the product. But I mean, I think Brett does like the current product. He also like, doesn't he's been on like AEW recently, and like, yeah. So I think Brett does like the current product. It's just. I also think Brett might just be setting his ways a little bit. Too. He also yeah. doesn't like who wronged him in the past. So if somebody did, yeah. like, and they didn't ever apologize to him for it, he's gonna be like, okay. And I know he's outspoken. He and doesn't give he, a fuck yeah. anymore. Yeah. Like he's no. gonna, he's gonna literally say everything about the business oh, yeah. that he wants to say. Like he doesn't oh, care. Yeah. And I know he came back to WWE, you know, at <laughs> yeah. that time, um, like early 2010s, and he forgave Vince and Sean and, and yeah, whatnot. The other thing. But I like, <coughs> I don't know if that was genuine or not, and if it was. Either way, I still think that I think was, uh, there's yeah. a part of Brett that will always hold, hold some sort of resentment towards Sean and Vince. Like I just like maybe he won't. Maybe the way he is, person, it seems like, like it's still in it his like skin. Still oh yeah, like under yeah. his skin a little. Even if they shook hands, even if they talk, it just seems I, like yeah. still well, you'd be yeah, like, yeah. "That's the motherfucker that did that." Guys, watch the Dark Side of the Ring episode about the screw job. They talk about like I yeah some stuff no we watched there. that i'm pretty sure about the screw job and they say one reason why the screw job like got to brett so bad is because leading up to it brett was pegged to be the next face of wwe he was the future star but then here comes Shawn michaels this younger guy who had more charisma and just had more of the it factor and pretty much um vince changed his mind decided he didn't want brett as the face he wanted Shawn, and like that's why the screw job happened is because brett and they were willing to sign him 
wow. to a long, and they weren't willing to sign him onto a longer contract. Too. Exactly. Like they, they, you know, they're just like ah, that's why he so, said he always felt like he was kind of being pushed out of the company. Yeah. And so and Brett he said he felt a little, dude. Yeah. And that's and he, oh, dude, he hated, he hated Vince worse. Russo. That was he horrible. got worse in WCW. He, he fucking hated Vince Russo. He's like so he's, he's like, like Bischoff. He's like Bischoff was one of the most clueless idiots. <laughs> he's like you had <laughs> Bischoff and Hogan running around. <laughs> I would say Brett. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna like after all this discussion. I'll say he's underrated. I, I, I'll go ahead. Brett is. I'll, he I'll is underrated. Him. Honestly, yeah, he probably is. Because I mean, he has he's been, been through, through a lot. A lot. Of, and, and like, still, a lot of people are kind of uh, dismissing him as not being the best. Like, automatically, yeah. they're just kind of like, like the thing that helped yeah. me decide just now was like. So I, I would say in that interest, he, was, he is underrated. Yeah, I was thinking about like how he was treated in WWE. Like the screw job screwed him over. He was, you know, pegged to be the. I mean, face, he did have a great career the there. He did, but like then without any warning, it was swept out from underneath him and in place shiny new toy Shawn Michaels. Like I would get it. Like you feel a little betrayed, stabbed in the back. I get it. Sean um, Sean way, did play a major part of that. Because and Sean was a. Like if you trace his back, it seems back like Sean. Sean was an over. asshole back then, but let's face it, like. Sean was absolutely fucking killing it. He was so, the man, yeah. He, he everyone, <laughs> every single person knew he was the next guy. Yes, but then before WC- it happened, I, and I forgot about w- WCW and how badly they treat him. So, like when you think about like things that went wrong for Brett with his wrestling career and his personal life, you're like, dude, so many Brett should have had an amazing career, if not one of the best, yep. because of his Easily. wrestling ability. He should have been he should have held more world championships than he did. Do you remember he, that he rivalry? He should have wrestled longer than he did. Do you remember that rivalry DVD with Sean versus Brett? Like the the point where Sean like after the screw job happened, shortly after that things, you know, Brett would make his debut there, things would go sour and then, you know, he'd have some good matches, whatever, but Things would go bad. Sean had his fucking drug problems got bad. Got that injury in that casket match with Undertaker, Rumble 98. Had that match against Steve where he put him over. That was a big passing of the torch whenever Steve won the belt at Mania uh, 14. And Mike Tyson was the you know enforcer and shit. Um, so Steve carried the ball. And then after that, Michaels didn't have a match for four and a half years. And then he got worse and deeper and worse into the fucking drugs during that time. So, like, after... So in, in a way, things shifted for both of them after the screw job in, like, a real negative fucking way. Yeah. Because they both had just some crazy shit happen to them. But, yeah, it was... So you both go underrated? I, I would... Uh, I would probably say that because I think now he is dismissed as being one of the greatest of all time. And even if he's not on my personal list, like top three or top, you know, because I'd have to really look at it and examine it mm-hmm. to know. But I just he's not as he's, talked about no, as some of the really, I think he's really really elite. Yeah, and he uh, is an elite. And in yeah. that aspect, I would say he's underrated because I think he deserves to be in that discussion. Brendan uh, Schaub just brought him up on his podcast because he said like when he went the last time he was in Calgary, fucking Brett showed up at a show. He ended up just being there, mm. and he came backstage and stuff after the show. But he's like, <laughs> him just talking about him, like it kind of seems like that would totally be a Brett move. He's like, he, he like came back to the green room and stuff, but he was just weird. Like, he didn't talk to anybody, really. Back there, he kind of just, like, got in his own fucking corner and just, like, watched everybody. That's like, <laughs> Yeah, he just... And then he, around. like... He said he went up to, like, Brendan's brother at one point. Like, Brendan's, 
like brother was there or whatever and he just he said he just talked to him for like 40 minutes and then was like all right man well, i'm gonna go he <laughs> just left <laughs> he does have one of the greatest cat phrases of all time though the best there is the wait with the best there what i'm messing best it up there now. is the best, best there was, was the best, best, best there will be. be there we go steven's gonna kill me <laughs> uh, but yeah no that's one of the best catchphrases ever in my opinion just and it, it, you it guys true you guys both said underrated yeah but, I was trying to think. I was like, "Well, fuck! I, I gave you that question." I because I was like, "Yeah, I think he's underrated," but I do think he is underrated because of that. I think he's dismissed, and you know, it's kind of hard because you boil it down. And you're like, "Man, so many guys have had such an impact on the business." So, like, you got to look at every aspect: mm-hmm. the wrestling, the fucking impact, the drawing of the seats, who evolved wrestling. Like, is like it or not? It's like Hulk Hogan fucking made it. You know this massive fucking thing yeah without Hogan it wouldn't have been you know it, it just it, it it's, you can't even think about it without him you know yeah. what I mean like you don't know what it would, would have been like but uh, everybody played their part that's why it's controversial to really have that discussion every time but it's always interesting because it's like who the fuck is the best ever yeah <clears throat> but uh I think most like real like hardcore wrestling fans will have a different opinion too for yeah each. oh yeah oh yeah for sure I mean, wrestling fans are passionate, like, just... Yeah, and sometimes just fucking just take it too far with, yeah. with what they think should happen. Making What's wrestling us look bad. <laughs> oh, man. What is your next one? Well, you know what? Since we're already on the topic of wrestling, I'll just stick with it. My next one is, uh... Triple H. Oh, fuck. These are big ones that I've said yet. <laughs> oh, that is tough, man. Um, yeah. I feel like a lot of wrestling fans have a different opinion on him, too. Yeah. Like, on what they think. I oh, feel yeah. like this is more difficult than Brett, because... This is more difficult than Brett. There's a lot of controversy in Triple H's career. That You know, there's the fact that, like, he was with China, then he basically like just threw her to the side they did fuck her over I think yeah it it seemed like through what China's career was pretty much dead in the water after that because Triple H was now sleeping with the boss's daughter and then ended up getting married to her and like I do believe they love each other and I believe they loved each other back then but there's always going to be that speculation of well what if what would have Triple H's career been like if he wasn't it's pretty much well known that China got swept to the rug though and she kind of got fucked over like just literally based on what happened yeah but and so like you know there's the stuff like that with Triple H that you know like did he actually achieve all this on his own or was it because he was the boss of some law and then of course there's the like all the talk about how he was like John Cena and like buried people and buried young talent and he would do so by like going to Vince or whoever backstage saying hey I don't really know I'm not too sure about this guy I'm not sure he has it or something like that you know and like being somebody's your backstage no, politics three to five era we were talking about I so Bret Hart said actually about Triple H I was gonna say real quick fucking he's he's like can you name <laughs> he's like I can't think of a match that I <laughs> That I thought he had with anybody that was great. I thought Triple H had some great matches. <laughs> what? I, Definitely. But okay, what, but like, I'm just asking because I'm not even. I'm I'm truly trying to think what I think his best match was, but I'm really trying to think what a great like. I I don't know. I guess in their own way they were, but 
I'm just like a great wrestling match because most of the ones that I thought that he was in were more brutal matches. Yeah, that's I mean, true. Too. Like one Bruce of the Bryan. best wrestling matches I think, think he, that he had was honestly the Daniel Bryan one. Whenever he had to earn the spot at the end of the night to face Batista and Orton. Yeah. And that was a pretty good fucking Another match. great one was End of an Era. But other than that, yeah, Shawn. that's a stipulation match. Cactus yeah. Jack. Well, yeah, that's fight. what I mean. He had, he's had yeah. great matches, but they're not technical wrestling yeah, yeah, matches. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're just, it's just and they're I think a good style of match. And, I think, and this is controversial because Brett was just my topic, and Triple H is yours, and this is what Brett said about Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> and see, Triple it's H kind is, of hilarious. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Triple H is never the greatest technical wrestler. Like, and that's what Brett. But you, you don't really great. have to be like that. No, was Brett's, no, 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 that no, was no, Brett's thing, to, yeah. but it didn't have to He's be like, Triple H's <laughs> thing. What wrestlers do need, if they don't have technical ability, what they do need to make them good in the ring is ring psychology. And Triple yeah. H had great yeah, ring yeah. psychology. Oh yeah, dude. And I will say this is great like, character. Yes, he Triple H was not the greatest Him? wrestler, but he could entertain and he understood. The wrestling, oh, yeah. you know, very few you knew people, how to sell shit. Yes, and I like, know that the entrance is just an aspect of, it, but very few people ever aligned with their entrance and their entrance moves as well as he fucking and their either. music. Oh, who, who else? Stone Cold, yeah. but who else other than fucking them two? I guess yeah, The Rock did too. Hogan, um, yeah, pretty much, pretty much the best ever. Yeah, the ones that Flair, John Michaels of all time, John yeah. Michaels too. Punk with they got their formula down and then they just fucking nailed it. Um, but yeah, so it's like, you know, they're kind of both in that realm. It's like the moment you hear that fucking, the game shit, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, and then he has the alternate one, King of Kings, but either way, it's Motorhead, like, you yeah. no, I don't think anyone else in WWE Lemmy should be inducted in the Hall of Fame Motorhead. in the celebrity wing. If anybody, oh, like, yeah. what the fuck, what the fuck are they doing? He's saying so many, the Evolution song, too. They played live. Yeah. yeah. WrestleMania. We're gonna so kick yes. <laughs> Always there. You would just, you would just end up being there. Always yeah. sound like he's gargling a bag of WrestleMania. You see that day. Yeah. And I'll set a British I am the game. <laughs> this shit makes me cough trying to imitate. It does hurt, yeah. man. Fuck. <laughs> um, Have you seen that so video, like, though, where he's just like, there's some animated video of him. It's like a Motorhead video after he died. And it's just like him, the classic what you'd picture, just like slamming Jack, like just like constantly smoking. Oh, yeah. Oh, that dude was for sure. Yeah. Had a yeah. fifth on him all the time. <laughs> But with Triple uh, H, like, dude. so he had all those controversial things, like, yeah, the thing with China, then marrying into the McMahon family. And it's hard. Wrestlers. But, <laughs> so, like, if you're judging it, like, if his career would have ended right there, I'd go overrated. You but know? then he redeemed himself with NXT. Yeah. That's what I was just going to say. NXT, like, honestly, NXT kind of, like, dude. in my opinion, with everything he's done with NXT, the, taking it from what Vince had, had with it, which was a type of television reality like Survivor yeah and which failed after like six seasons and like all the winners of of it never really panned out I mean taking it from something that failed like that to something on the network which was an hour long to something now a two hour long yeah. program on television is impressive like 
the only way you did that was creating a good enough product for just subscribers to tune in. He did and that the all thing with is, subscribers. He isn't selfish in the manner of he finally he stepped aside <clears throat> to take the time because he did personally with all these younger talent yeah. and made sure they fucking fit the mold like which they were trying to create and like. The, the way they did it, like, they, they put emphasis into the storylines, the promos, the fucking entrances. Whenever we were down there in Florida, me and Stevens went to go watch it, whenever he was going to school down there, dude, it felt fucking surreal. I was like, this is like, whenever uh, Shinsuke came out, oh, yeah. and you felt his entrance, the did I was yeah. like, holy fuck. And like, that heard- shit felt like an indie show with a budget. Yeah. yeah. And it felt like legit shit. And I heard that Triple H, like with the entrance, he walks like with new wrestlers that come through or like want to change their, you know, something yeah. about their character or their entrance. He will like take the time to walk through the entrance with them. And like I know Vince used to do that, but I don't think he really does anymore. And if he does, he kind of like gives them something, you know, like gives them a character. We see in NXT, Triple H allows them to be more themselves. Exactly, and, and that makes them better. Yeah, and that and, makes like, them fucking better. It's kind of ironic that it's come full circle that when he was a wrestler. He was notorious for bearing young talent, and now here he is post-career <clears throat> building new talent. I mean, Triple H has given us Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, just all the current stars, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, Adam Cole, like just every star you can think of that's pretty much on the main roster now mm-hmm. has come through NXT. The four horsewomen, Charlotte, Bailey, Becky, um, Sasha, like all of them were taught not just under Triple H, of course, you know, you had Dusty Rose at one time and Road Dog, and now, yeah. now you have A-Train, Albert, um, I forgot his real name, Matt Bloom. Um, so, like, you have others helping out, but it's Triple H, though. Like, this was his baby. Like I said, he took it from something that completely flopped as a reality TV game show. Oh, yeah. And turned it into a two-hour wrestling television Now program. it's a third brand. It's not even, yeah. it's not even like, oh, it's this lower, like, Finn Balor went the back. Elemental brand. Finn Balor went yeah. back to fucking NXT. A lot of the guys yeah, it's almost like the ECW Oh, yeah. nowadays. Except a like, lot better. fucking better. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. It's like, but it, it's like the third brand. It's not like the... Like, like even... It's not like even the double the yeah. Yeah, of yeah. fucking even, yeah. pro wrestling. And the craziest part about NXT is it draws in the least amount of viewers between the three main brands, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, but yet when people talk about the war with AEW, and I get it, both are on Wednesdays, but they're talking about NXT because NXT, even though it draws in the least amount of viewers, it's the most consistently good product, and it just it's just more believable and it's just more wrestling. Like it Raw feels is more just, entertainment. Yeah. SmackDown's a good mixture of entertainment and wrestling, and then NXT's like wrestling. It still feels a little gritty. Like yes. it's got some grit and some grind. Like you know what I'm saying? It's got that shit to it. Like that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. It feels like the passion. It's straight up in the matches. fucking fans are yeah. there. Like, for the fucking atmosphere. Like, and it's the that small building fucking... That's the kind of shit you want. Yeah. And, like, the takeovers and are been having a great show. In its purest form, like, that's what we fucking love about wrestling. Like, that is what the fuck it's about. Yeah. Like, that kind of shit. Like, if you watch the crowds, like... I mean, before the pandemic happened, like, and crowd, like, crowds no longer became a thing. NXT still right. has people. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, they're the only one out of the three that still has people every week. Yeah, but even before the pandemic, when they could have, like, a full stadium if they wanted to. The fans were rowdiest. Raw, Raw and SmackDown were hardly selling out <coughs> half the stadium. Like, from the television side, it looked like a packed out or sold out, like, crowd. Yeah. But... You know, they don't show you the side behind the camera. No. And that's usually hardly anybody. Like, 
15 years ago, like 2005, the whole stadium would be sold oh, out. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. like then, you know, like two years ago, they could hardly sell out half the stadium. But NXT, and I get it, they have a smaller stadium. But still, look at the takeovers. Takeovers would sell out while main event pay-per-views would still struggle to sell out. It's just, NXT's just a much better product. And, yeah. Well, when me and Tyler, yeah, we went to see TakeOver one night and then uh, Survivor Series the next night, like Saturday and Sunday. And it, like, because it was War Games TakeOver, too. Ooh. Awesome. And it was like, we were fucking so hyped that night. We were like, by the end of that show, our voices were all fucked. We were like beat. And it was like, oh man, Survivor Series tomorrow is going to be great. Came back the next day and it was like, I just didn't have the energy. Mm-hmm. Neither of us did. Like, we were still there. We still like cheered and shit. We were like, we're really behind the people we wanted. But it just wasn't like TakeOver. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, just because like... Even everybody around you at those shows, like everybody's interactive with one another and shit, talking about all of it. Like everybody at those shows seem like like hardcore wrestling fans that know the shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and it definitely seems like you know when the crowds you get with Raw and SmackDown, the crowds are mainly kids who are fans, and then the parents who just brought their kid. You know, like, it, you, you definitely seem like you get more people in the crowd on Raw and SmackDown that don't follow the product as much. But, yeah, like you said, with NXT, you're getting fans who, of all ages who follow it all so closely. Um, who follow it all so closely, and, like, they're, you know, they're passionate about it. Like, honestly, if it wasn't for NXT, I don't know if I'd still be a WWE fan because, like, if... Raw and SmackDown went through these terrible years they have been recently and there was no <coughs> NXT and it was just Raw and SmackDown that's a pretty awful product all around and like who's to say you know we'd still be as much of a fan but NXT dude definitely helped keep me a fan it helped uh, just keep that flame alive and I think Triple H is responsible um, a lot's been said about him just now so if I, if I had to say something I'm gonna say fair for Triple H I'm gonna say fair because I feel like his past and his future balance each other out. Man, that's the thing. Even when he was like, there's the best that I could can do. just be. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing with China, I will agree. Like that, they. She I'm did not get, saying she that's did get fucked down. over, but I don't even know, the like who's story. who. Yeah, and I also like don't know how much of the shit about. That's all hearsay about Triple H going to Vince and saying to bury this motherfucker. Like, I uh, yeah, I don't. Who's know to say that 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 he, that very well Vince. could he? And it could be just like the Cena thing. People might just not have been keeping up with the level that Triple H was going at that time. And he did, did, he did have was a top guy. He did have control of the title picture for a very. And long I always time, thought he was entertaining, but it's kind of like it seemed like he assumed that position for a reason. Like he had. He was able to carry the ball, like we were just saying. It's kind of like, who else? Yeah, there were some other guys that could do it, but like consistently, maybe he was the guy to roll with for a while. Although, for after a few years, it did seem did seem like overkill for him to be main eventing every single fucking paper. You're kind of like, all right. You're yeah. Like, I, let's let's see a little bit of, Whoa, you know, winning. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Like winning. Just, yeah, every chamber. Every. The chamber oh, was his design, though. As well. It was his fucking thing. Yeah. But that's why I'm like, and, and I'm not even saying but fair. That, is, you almost have to have that guy that almost is like the core, I'm not, main, like, head runner of the company. I'm not even saying <laughs> fair because of, like, I'm not even saying the China thing is what brings him down. But, like, I also wouldn't say he's underrated 
you could throw the China thing out of it completely, and like that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know if I would say he's underrated, anyways, because I think he's gotten a fair share of what he deserves. Yeah. Maybe even a little bit more in aspects. Maybe a little bit. You know how whatever you want to say, but I think he's done a damn good job. It's kind of like DDP after fucking. Not that Triple H done wrestling. He's still wrestling, but it's is you know the prime of his oh, career. Most of it's about over. But DDP, like you know, wrestling, and then fucking after all that was over, changed and basically saved people's lives. So it's like With he's still DDP doing yoga. shit yeah. after to like cement his fucking legacy oh, yeah. as like not only a wrestler but like a human being he saved in general. Jake the Snake Roberts in Scott Hall. Yeah. He, he saved more than just there. wrestlers. Like so many people are on that shit now. Yeah. Oh, it. dude, and so many people listening, like who have probably seen videos of that one, like para jumper. I think his name's like Arthur. He had glasses, couldn't walk. Who did DDP yoga, lost a lot that of was weight, insane. And was able to run again within like a year and a half. Like, and he could barely stand up whenever he got there. Uh, he had to use like. Did you watch that video? Uh huh. Oh my I god. Have, I, I have DDP yoga. I've, I haven't used it yet, but like, really? I got yeah. it because I'm like, dude. Imagine like if like I'm already like it, would, it probably does shape. make it flexible as hell. Flexible, I'm sure it keeps me like <laughs> lean and like toned and just yeah. like, but yeah, um, yeah. Triple H is fair. Yeah, I would I would say the same. Yeah, but Gabriel Iglesias, the comedian that he was huge as hell, oh, and he fluffy. got on DDP yoga and uh-huh. he slimmed down a lot too. He said that 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 DDP yoga was a big part of that shit. This is crazy that he's that that got so big that it's reached out to this many kinds of things. Like, yeah. My next one. Oh shit! Did you want to add yours in? Oh man. Okay. Ah. Uh, I see some people go back and forth on this. The Office, the television series, of course, U.S. version, but. You know, you got some diehard fans out there, and you're starting to see it come back recently. Like, you got the cult coming back, or the cult of fans who just, with Netflix binging and now Peacock. But, you get, I know I see on Twitter people saying, you know, they never thought Office was funny or Office was trash, oh, yeah. and, or they didn't get that type of humor. So I guess it's subjective, but... Yeah. All this, like, it, all this it is, is but comedy but, really is, too, because it's involuntary. Like, what you're going to laugh at, but sometimes you just... Is certain I guess certain personalities don't mesh up with you know, stuff like that. It's kind of like I guess like I sort of get what they're doing, and but I just have to kind of consume it and understand it, and then I'll be like, oh okay, this is pretty deep. Yeah, funny. you know what I'm saying. But like sometimes it takes me to like, oh, you really see what the fuck you know. I mean, I know what it's about and shit like that, obviously. But I mean, I've watched a good, I've watched a ch- like some of The Office. Not you ever like seen all the way time. through? Oh no, no, no. oh man, you not even close. I'd probably. You've seen quite a few now that I'm here. I, yeah, I've like, definitely seen. Have you seen all the I've definitely like, seen probably like four times. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it all the way. I've through. watched that '70s probably show a fuckload of times. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, that's '70s show. The I've Office. Seen, I've Avatar, The Last Airbender. There's a few series that I've seen all the way through a few times. I rewatched yeah. fucking The Walking Dead and Breaking Bad several times. Yeah. Eastbound and Down, Entourage. That's a great show too. King of the Hill, I've seen a couple times. Yeah. I've watched Decora, all of Family Guy. Yeah. Fucking, you've seen probably, well, no, you probably haven't seen all of South Park, have you? I've seen a good, there's just a few seasons I probably haven't seen. Yeah. But I've, I've seen, seen newer ones. I've probably seen the first 15. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen them all of Avatar Last Airbender, but it's been years. Like, that was probably back when it was, like, on DVD only, like, the not office. streaming. Um, yeah, I've yeah, Office, like, definitely, there's some episodes, you know, like, I like, like I said, 
I watch oh, I think it's day. absolutely hilarious. Oh, I think it's hilarious. It's, it's not like it's that me. dry, cringy, like, awkward yeah. humor. Yeah, and the, I so like cringy. everybody in it too. Yeah. Like that's the thing, and it's the that's what launched Steve Carell to the oh, next launch fucking oh, yeah. plateau. Really. Didn't launch all of them because like not all of them like went on to have the success as Steve Carell. But no. like Steve Carell was a star, but I mean like it made John Krasinski and look what he's doing like Silent Place. He's directed movies. Rian Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rain yeah. Wilson. Yeah, he was in uh, Jenna was in Fisher. Yeah. They all got big from it, really. Yeah. And I mean, we saw uh, the guy what's who played Daryl. Phyllis. She uh she was Inside in South Out. County Target not too long ago. Was she? I what? wasn't there, but it was like they they said she came in and like. It's so funny because it's just like her character in that show. They said she came in and bought like hella cat food. Ah, uh, that's <laughs> funny <laughs> as fuck. That'd be like Angela since she had all the cats. Yeah, but it's just like you could totally see that lady yeah. being like the cat lady. Yeah, The Office is hilarious, and I like looking, you know, watching some episodes back. There's definitely some episodes that wouldn't fly today. Um, no, that's what Steve Carell even said was he's like. He's, like, as great and as legendary as the Michael Scott character was. He's, like, I just don't even think that in today's culture that Michael Scott could even exist. Like, yeah. Like. And, like, like you said, he's, I think I heard him say, like, something similar and maybe the same thing that, yeah, he thinks the character is great, but he doesn't even feel, like, comfortable. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't want to ever, like, do it. Yeah, and that's why we haven't seen, like, an office reunion, even though it's been begged by so many people and like he could do it and just gotten. tone it down exactly but then i guess you gotta wonder like will michael scott lose his touch but i don't think so i mean michael scott was funny at times where he wasn't making outwardly racist Dude, sex no shows, just like. just the unintentional like unknowing of how absolutely sexist and racist he always sounded Dude, yes. is what, what was the most hilarious yeah or, um, or he would just get so in over his head and just go 100 into something and be like, yep, we're going all in. And then, like, 30 minutes later, be like, oh, this was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that happened multiple times. Yeah, he was, like, quick <laughs> on his decisions. Uh, something about The Office, too, that's just, like, an, like, a great staple, like, is Jim and Dwight, that relationship, the pranks. That's hilarious. And then... Uh, Jim and of, like, Pam's honestly emotional as fuck. Yeah, and that's her that relationship. Stuff, that stuff, that like, yeah, that's 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 a sweet as fuck relationship. It is, and I think the like the writers of the office did well of making that relationship seem genuine, like seem like something you actually see in real life. Like, yeah, Jim and Pam, it wasn't just all rainbows and sunshines. They had their ups and downs. Like, yeah, you were worried about them at times. Like, yeah. they might not make it through this. Yeah, like there were times where, like, as a viewer, you were like, oh no, they're fighting. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then they made I, you care about all of them. That's for yeah. sure. And what I love about the office is, like you said, it, they make you care about them. And then there's an episode for every mood. Like you, there's episodes that make you laugh, that make you sad, that make you happy, that even make you go like, "What the fuck?" Like, um, make you feel about, good. Like that they all like sometimes like the whole office just like bonds together yeah. over something and shit. Like, I'm gonna say. Oh, God, I was just gonna say in my in my short just because you guys know more about it than mine. I'm I'm gonna say because I hear it from both sides. I'm gonna give it a fair because I don't. I haven't seen enough of it. I feel like to judge it overall, but I think I, the writing on it was actually pretty genius. It was just if you were into that kind of humor. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I just 
I'm, you know, I don't know how many episodes I've seen. I may have seen thirty episodes, something like that. Yeah, if I had, if I had, not like one, a ton. If I had to pick one, I would say it, that it, that it's fair because I don't. It's definitely not underrated because it's especially now it's getting more hype than it probably ever has because. I, I've seen interviews with, I think, Rain Wilson, John Krasinski, even uh, Steve Carell, where they've all have been asked questions about like the recent hype the office is getting. They're like, yeah, it was not this big when it was on television. So to see it blow up after it was already on TV is That's pretty nuts. weird. And they're like, but it's nuts, and we appreciate it a lot. And uh, So, I mean, the office gets a lot of praise, so I wouldn't say that it's underrated. Yeah. But I think it's hilarious, so I wouldn't say it's overrated. But, again, that's I find that stuff funny. There are definitely some jokes where I'm like, eh. Um, But, like you said, I like the cringy stuff. I like cringe. Like, it's good cringe to the point where it it makes – There's times where I have to look away from the TV. It's the nervous laugh. You're like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. And no matter how many times you watch it, it's always the same scenes are always funny. The same scenes are always cringy. Like, and also too, something I've noticed: no matter how many times you watch it, you're finding new things. If you look like at peop, some of the characters in the background, they'll be doing something funny you never noticed before, or making a funny face, or like if you pay, try to pay attention to funny scenes, you'll notice like some of the actors and actresses covering their mouth or turning their head away because they're cracking up, like they're laughing, and they gotta hide it. So. It just seemed like where Steve Carell just really became fucking Steve Carell. Oh, Craig they, like, <laughs> crushed it on that show, too. Craig Robinson. Yeah. And I've watched so many interviews, too, about Steve Carell and his professionalism on The Office, and they said he was a great actor. Mm. And like, he's a, He is a great actor, too. He's played, yeah. all ki- he's played serious roles. He's done all kinds of shit. And they said a lot of the stuff on The Office as Michael Scott was improv he improved a lot and like I could see <laughs> some of the shit yeah. that I've seen and he said at times we're like this bullshit people he'd be acting he's with. bullshit most of the time honestly yeah I really th- I <laughs> I saw him like just cut a sentence short and he's just like oh I thought uh, he just like <laughs> that's how like, he was like <laughs> he was like <laughs> he, you when he got the like little <laughs> robot the little speak thing on his and he's like Jim, come in and call him, and then he's like telling him a joke or whatever. And he called Pam in, and Pam like said he's like, "Oh, you uh, you said that wrong because Michael typed it wrong or whatever." And he's like, types something else, and he's like, "You have offended me. Get out of my R five. <laughs> and he just like, types, like boobs. Funny thing I remember often is um it's like early it's like season three maybe or like season four and it's when um the office like workers for the first time find Michael Scott's copy of Threat Level Midnight and they decide to sit down in the conference room and read it and they all have different parts and like in the story you know Michael plays you know double agent Michael Scarn or yeah he's supposed to be like the bond yeah and he has this psychic who's always making mistakes and messing up and I forgot what what the name is um, Michael Scott used for him in the story but he used like a search and replace and they're reading it through and Dwight's reading it and he uh, reading about this the psychic that messed up and um, he's he's Michael Scarn and he's like berating this sidekick of his and he's like you're an idiot Dwight and it's like Dwight without the agents because Michael had a misspelling, and so then right there Dwight just got offended and wanted to throw the whole thing out. And I also think of like the when I don't know if you saw the episode where Dwight finds um, a joint in the parking lot, and it's just like the part where he gets and to he takes um, it so seriously. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I would give it like, I, yeah, I would say fair, for sure. Like I said, I think it gets a lot of enough praise yeah. to the point where it's not underrated. But yeah, it, it, those it's kind of hard because it's like whenever they're extremely popular, it's like generally they're gonna get enough praise for you to be like, ah, it's not really underrated. You know what I mean? But uh, I still think probably my favorite episode. I don't know if I'm gonna say favorite, but one of the episodes that always sticks out in my mind is the one where Michael's trying to convince the warehouse workers that working in an office is just as dangerous as working in a warehouse. And he, like, says that office workers commit suicide more than any other kind of workers and, like, tries to convince everybody he's jumping off the roof. That's a great episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'll uh, roll with my next one if you guys are ready. Yes, sir. Deal pickles. Why? Just... Just deal pickles. Yeah. Crunchy old dill pickles. Dude, they're fire. Uh, okay, like... I haven't got them in a different... while. Isn't dill just the brand? No. No, dill's, dill's, the, no, dill's the flavor. Like, instead of a sweet oh, pickle, yeah, it's a dill pickle. Kosher's like the Dill pickles ones. are typically, like, on sandwiches and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, or you get them in the spears on the side Yeah, you can same thing. Or, like, okay. dill pickle chips. Or, like, the dills are usually the fried pickles, or you get them for places, too. Yeah, they, they were a little more... Uh, I got the best they fried got pickles I've had. Kenny's fucking in... Um, Wherever the fuck, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, oh I my god, location. It's like Buffalo Wild Wings and Hooters have some good ones. I got too. fried pickles last night from I think it was TGI Friday, but like I had leftover pizza from work, or it was maybe like two days ago or something. Yeah, but anyway, I had leftover pizza from work and dude got some fried pickles from TGI Fridays. TGI Fridays got a bomb ass, yeah, motherfucking but margarita. That's for sure. I heavily fuck with pickles. I like pickles. Um, <laughs> Um, I don't like just eat like sometimes I will go just out up to a jar and eat it out of a jar even if yeah. it's just like the little chips. Oh, like, dude, I'll sit there and scoop them out with a fork. Like yeah. Eat those motherfuckers. Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> I don't care to say it. I don't care if it grosses people out. Like I think pickle juice tastes good, and so like yeah. I've drank it before, and like. But your piss smells like pickles. You drink it? Yeah. To, do you? Does it cure a hangover? See, that's where I, that's the first time I drink it is because I, I heard, heard that and I had one. And I was like, I wonder if this is going to work. Because I heard it, like, replaces Gatorade because there's electrolytes in it. So I'm like, okay. So I drank it. And that was, like, the first time I just straight up drank pickle juice. And I was like, this isn't bad. And it helped. Yeah. So after that, Did I was it like, actually okay. help or was it mental? I don't know if it was a placebo effect or not. Mm-hmm. But it could have been. Like, And the thing is, now I haven't – I don't really drink anymore. So I don't really get hangovers. So uh, if I do drink pickle juice, it's usually if I get, like, a really bad headache – which is rare. Like, I don't know. I, I don't get headaches much, but I don't know. Yeah, I really like pickles. Uh, I, I like them on burgers. Um, I'll have them on the side if I have, like, a deli sandwich or something that's offered as a spear on the side. Like, I take it each time. Dude, that Popeye's. Oh, we got to talk about that. The Popeye's oh, motherfucking so chicken sandwich. But that thing had the pickles on mm. it. Oh it my did. god, that's fun. See, that's, that's one good. thing that does. But when you get a spicy, pickles you on sweat it the whole time. It's not fun. Oh, the spicy one's good too. Just, They're good. You were sweating and complaining I too. I wasn't sweating about the spicy one. What are you doing? When me, you, Corey, and Elijah all got spicy on accident, all of us were dying. They, yeah, they they kind of they kind of act like they spice it up. I don't know. But they gave sweating. every they gave everybody spice, and I think only yeah. you got spice, and they gave everybody spice, and we just yeah, and we all ordered plain. And they gave us spice. And remember, they dropped it off. At the I thought two unit. of us ordered spice. They dropped it off at the a different apartment over there because we were like, "Where is it?" And Corey's like, "You know, you got the idea." Elijah. What the fuck day was that? Yeah, 
Three, yeah, I said they probably dropped it off at the wrong one. Yeah, we're watching playoffs. Okay. Yeah, NFL playoffs. Sometime in December, I think. Yeah, pickles. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like pickles, so I'll go fair. But I mean, <laughs> I do know there's. <laughs> I like pickles. <laughs> I know there's people out there that probably don't. All this is subjective, but you know, well, you know, what people think my my opinion is fair. My opinion. I they don't know this is the thing. You know, they, I don't, they don't eat like pickles, pickles on anything hardly. What? That's the thing. I thought you, ate, I thought you liked dill pickles. Sometimes I'll have them on the burger. A lot of times I'll take them off. I'll take them, the onion, the tomato. Wait, I'll take all that relish. bullshit off. But I love pickles just out of the jar. Like, I'll eat the fuck out of pickles out of the jar. I'll eat fried pickles. I'll eat like, pickle spears. What about pickle chips, like the sandwich ones? Yeah, I'll eat all that. Yeah. Spears, yeah, all those. Those are fucking good. Pickle, what do you mean pickle chips like the sandwich the ones? Bit, yeah, the sa- like the, just the thin chips. Oh, like the the what? Like they got the ridges in them. Yeah, yeah. I'll eat those. I have some. Well, those are fuck. Those are the ones right I scrape out with the fork. <laughs> I just I sit there and scoop them in my mouth. Oh my god! I'm with shit. you, dude. Oh. I'll just sit there. Oh. I don't necessarily always <laughs> want them. I don't want them good on my shit. burger yes, all sir. the time. Fucking yeah, no, I'm with Chicken you. Sandwich. I don't go out of my way to have pickles. I only really do it if it's like readily available or like comes with it. But no, I don't like go out of my way to have pickles on everything. You know what the only food is that you fucking eating it, you burn more calories than what it's fucking actually worth? Hmm. An apple. Celery. Yeah, it's funny. You're like, you're burning more shit as you do when I wrestled in high school. When I wrestled in high school, do you remember when I had to lose eight pounds? Yeah, it's because it's a piece of shit food. (laughs) No, you can dip in peanut butter. When I had to lose eight pounds in high school. Yeah, I do. You had to wear all those sweatsuits. I had to lose eight pounds in two days for wrestling, and I made weight by two ounces. And as soon as I weighed in and I made weight, barely made weight. But as soon as I did, I ate an orange and I gained a pound because it was just water weight. But still, I went home for dinner, and like my parents had steak and fucking potato, and it was fire, but I couldn't have any. I had oh, to eat celery. Skinny. I had to eat celery, not even peanut butter on it, just celery. I couldn't have protein. I couldn't gain weight because I had to wrestle the next day because it was a tournament. And yeah, I you're going to be weak as hell. being tired. Oh, I didn't wrestle the next day. I, I threw up stomach acid because I had I was really weak and didn't have anything in me. Exactly. Ended up not wrestling anymore because weak it was as hell really bad for me. That's fucked. No, tell them peanut butter dipping into celery and peanut butter is pretty damn good. But I couldn't risk gaining even... If I gained one no, I know. orange, I couldn't gain... Or risk yeah, it tastes butter. like you know what it tastes like. It tastes good. It somehow tastes like bitter water. That's what fucking celery. Celery's never like. good, just by itself. You gotta. You gotta it's never even no, good. That's peanut, peanut butter. butter. It's good. It makes peanut oh, butter taste like shit. He said it's not. Instead, it tastes like what? It makes peanut butter taste bad. That's how bad it is. You're not using enough peanut butter. Yeah, what are you doing? Everybody, 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 oh, do ants on the log? Oh, this could be no, good. No, fucking ants on the log. No, it's all shit. No, it's you put the peanut butter in the fucking little canoe. And you know you what? Ants that on the log. Son of a bitch. I know the raisins aren't the problem because I'll eat raisins. Uh, I know the peanut butter is not the like problem. Raisin because I'll eat that. Fucking good. Yeah, they're not bad. I love oatmeal raisin the best. cookies. <laughs> One of the best. Yeah! No, they're not! Oatmeal raisin? What are you fucking talking about? Are you 72? What are they, what are they not better than? <laughs> they're not better than fucking, I don't know, almost any of them? Chocolate chip, peanut butter, Snickerdoodle, name it! 
No. Fucking fuck. jugular so Dude, early open the raisin cookies. <laughs> open the raisin cookies. If I put them, if I put them on this, if I no, if I put them on this podcast, they would be under fucking rated, and all of our guests would agree. All of them. Most of them. Most of them. They're the ones that know. The ones that I invited that know what they're talking about. The ones that come in on a cane. They would agree. I love raisin cookies. No, no, no. Okay, they're not the best, <laughs> no, listen, but they're I good. Like they're among the best, and they're underrated. If you ask me, they're like top five for me. But I have encountered a lot of people, family and friends, yeah. who when they see me eating them, they're like, "How can you like that?" I'll I've eat met it. a lot of people who don't like oatmeal raisins. Do you like oatmeal? Disgusting. Yeah. You like raisins? That, yeah. You, you like mean, cookies? This is the thing. Oh, oatmeal, oatmeal, oatmeal. It collapses on itself. Oatmeal or raisin aren't my favorite. What? I said your reasoning's horrible. What did you no. say, Elijah? Sorry. I, like, I'll eat oatmeal, I'll eat raisin, but neither of them are ever my top choice. Oatmeal's never my top breakfast. Raisin's never going to be like a top. Just like, I'm going to eat a box of raisins. Oh, I'm not I just, you, he is. No, you know? no, no. I just think they're pretty fucking good. <laughs> I, now I, I feel like I defend myself. You know, I, I now understand. I, I feel like you're the judge. No. <laughs> I feel like I feel like they're pretty good. I don't feel like they get the uh, the recognition. You know what I mean? You guys argue like this just when you're by yourself. It's hilarious. It's fun. It's good for the guests because it's you know? usually you about it. Food. You guys are like you're That's what the funniest <laughs> thing. That's what the funniest thing about it is usually about food. <laughs> food. I feel like it adds an extra little thing for the guests uh, for the people. Li- the you people got riled listening. up about yellow mustard before. <laughs> It, it is. It's the food, man. It gets it gets us going. Uh, we talk about anything and everything right here in casting a spotlight. That's fair. I'm talking Fuck about you guys um, off the mic. Do you guys argue like this off the mic when no one else is here? It's just you two. Depends, man. What did we? What did you say about if dill we pickles? Disagree. I said fair. What'd you say about dill pickles? Dill. Pi- yeah, I eat. I'm gonna say fair because even if I don't always want them on my burger, like I'll. Pretty much always eat them out of the jar. They're so. good. Yeah, we went far with that. We got into cookies. Celery. <laughs> and then wrestling days. And... God. Yeah, that got weird. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a drastically different vibe change already. It's like, whoa, what the fuck was that? You step out of the bubble for a second, you're like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. What you got? Got anything good? Is it my third one? It's your third one. All right, this it might this might be a little late to the draw here, but what do you guys think about? Because you know how we got a lot of COVID regulations and like different things that you know they say we should do because of everything. What do you think about the keep a distance of six feet? What do you think about that? As long as it means I don't get the virus. Do you think that that's I, mean, I don't think you should you think get, it's like, a viable actual thing though like cuz I don't know I'm I work in a store all day nobody stays 6 feet away from each oh, other no. ever. I, I I'm a plumber right now Yeah like, like there's people on job sites no mask around each other like yeah. do I have a mask do yes do I wear it when I'm on the job site no should I yeah, but like the last few days, I've also had the ski mask because it's been you cold, outside so though. Mask. Yeah, outside. and so outside, I don't think it's it, the virus struggles to spread. Still outside. transmissible, but yeah, it's it more struggles different. to spread um, like by a massive amount. Now, do through I, vitamin D. Now, the sun. Do I wear my mask everywhere else? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anytime I go to a store, gas station, no matter what it is, even like yeah, right now living in St. Louis County, like everywhere you, it's required. 
But if I go back down south to Jefferson County where it's not as strictly enforced, I still wear it. They have um, a mask mandate now, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to. I don't mind wearing a mask. I don't think my rights are being... Still inf- people don't wear them. Like I don't think, people. Yeah, I don't think my rights are being infringed. Like, is it in, in inconvenience? Oh, yeah. Is it annoying? Yeah, it itches yeah. my... Dude, I get acne. Like, that's what but I'm saying. It's just kind of basic human problems. Yeah. But I'm like, man, I get acne from this sometimes. But me getting an itchy... Like, my face me a getting an itchy else. beard and, like, I being hot it. to breathe... I'm not going to stand there and say my rights are being infringed. No, I'm going to say... Do I hope that we get out of it sooner than later? Oh, 100%. Yes. For everyone's sake. (laughs) It's going to be weird, though, dude. It's going to be weird to see people's faces. Because I feel like I've I've met and known people for so long now without really seeing their full face that I've came up with an image of what everybody looks like. You're almost going to, it's going to feel like you're seeing more of them because you're used to seeing less of them. Yeah, and you've had... That's what it's going to be like. You've had to read people by their eyes, like read emotion and like, and you haven't been able to read lips. Like, if you, if you didn't hear somebody before, you could just hope that... That's what I'm saying, it's harder to hear but now you can't see their lips and like, I'm not saying, hey, no mask so we can read lips. No, like, wear a mask. Well, no, whenever it's... I do agree. I do agree when it's whenever it's safe enough to do so, or there, and there's enough he, or like herd immunity. Yeah, that, that's a good time to be like, okay, now it's pretty much your choice. Wait, are you there will like be there will be a certain immunity, like everybody has it. Or you no, 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 like that everybody is that everybody is either vaccinated or yeah. like everybody is mostly okay. immune. Like it's that it's gone significantly less transmission like transmissible. Oh yeah, there's you know less- saying like once like once we go a little while without cases and the cases go way the fuck down. Well, I have seen that cases are dropping um, and like now we're at a pace where cases. are are dropping each day and we're I also I at a pace where worse, vaccine but. doses are more than the, the number of new cases each day which is That's great good. because I mean it a is. month ago cases were still going up 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 and vaccines weren't going out that quickly as for six feet do I think it's like you know, I just, a good like six feet itself like every, all other restrictions aside masks and whatnot like six feet apart um do I know if that's the right thing? I don't know. I don't know if it should be. I don't think it should be closer. Should it be further, like eight feet? I don't know. But I mean, like you said, like I see people around me or around others all the time, and like it's something I've told people before. It's I wouldn't impossible. be surprised. I feel like it's just more or less a baseline uh, yeah. metric. And it's like, I feel like it's a dumb rule. I would be surprised it's not. If I it's just kind of like. Yeah. Well, no, because people still end up closer. It to can't be in. But like, what are you gonna do? They're like a little bit off the X. So you're like, hey, step one foot back. Yeah, I, I mean, like, like how specific? specific if you're going or how specific are you gonna be about it? You know? Yeah, like, I, you can't enforce it, but just because you can't, like, force I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying mean how you shouldn't recommend. How it. perfect should you be about it? How like how certain should you be to like? Oh, it's it's the government. You know what I mean? It's the government, and you know officials definitely putting a lot of trust in the public, and that's where yeah, yeah. you know we failed as a country. Is like too much trust was put on each people to you know do their part, whereas other countries around the world were like, nope, we as a government are like telling you this is what we're doing, and like look, but you New see Zealand, why that happened. New Zealand, they're having concerts already. Um, Alice in Wonderland, the EDM artist, mm-hmm. she's already performed like two different concerts in her home country of New Zealand. Yeah. In in the last month, we're not going to get live concerts. Probably, who knows? Like, yeah, we may start to go back to normal at the end of the summer, but who knows when we can have a large gathering of people again? That well, might not be until twenty twenty two. 
without getting too deep about that, like, yet, because yeah. I was going to bring up a third thing, you know, about the getting back to, obviously we know a lot of things have changed, so, like, there are certain things that are never going to get back to the way they were before this started. Oh, no. Because yeah. so much has changed in, like, the landscape for for better and worse in certain aspects. Especially working for place. For more restrictive and more accepting reasons at the same time, which have happened, so, like, that's what I mean by better and worse. It's like things have been a little better, but also it's kind of like, well... That's when the infringement upon free speech happens yeah. and all that shit. So it's kind of like we're in a really weird fucking place, you know. And and it's weird too because it's like I believe you know I believe COVID is real. Um, yeah. You know I don't think it's a hoax or anything oh, yeah. made up. I believe it's a real virus that's <coughs> killing people. And I like I'm very sad that I heard like either today or yesterday that now we have half a million deaths and that's more than World War One and Two combined. Like that's sad. Um, yeah, I got that notification too. Yeah. So, like, oh, I, I lost where I was going with that, but, um, you know, it, it's a very, oh, it's a very sad thing, and it's, it's important, it needs to be taken serious, but I hate how politicized it's become, and that, it, and it didn't have to become politicized, it's, you know, some people just started spreading information yeah. that wasn't true about it, like with any other issue that goes on in our society today, but, like, something so important that we could be passed by now. We could be having concerts again. We could be like New Zealand, but we're not yeah. because this became a political issue where, oh, well, anytime you, like, you know, it's just... Everybody's so determined. It's taken so... Everybody's so determined to be against each other. Yes. It, it, like, instead of, it, like, as soon as one one side takes, like, a position, the other side jumps to, like, immediately being, like, okay, we're gonna be 180 yeah. degrees different than that. But there shouldn't be too much opinion, And it's, it's though, fucking this insane. Is, this should be more based on science than opinion. Like, yeah. there are more yeah, situations where opinion should be relied on. But the on science also shouldn't be biased. They should make yeah. sure it's a neutral party person that's just giving us the facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's all I want. I don't care what the fuck it, the facts are, as long as they're the facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So but that's like, the problem is nowadays with everybody all the time, like coronavirus, like anything that's that big that the whole country has to be involved, regardless whether they want to or not, like nobody's ever going to believe the facts are the facts, even if no. they are the facts. Now it's... Everybody's always going to, oh, they're not... They're, even Like some people believe, but the people that... There's going to be a group that believe and then the other group won't believe and then if that group believes then the other won't and it's never just going to be the same where everybody's on before that before we get into like we could get into this with my topic actually because I think now I'm going to keep it since we're already heading in this direction um fucking um what are we going to say about so that? six feet yeah what about, about the I mean, six I, feet I'll say fair mainly because I'm not a scientist and I haven't probably done as much research as I should on the six feet and like the effects of it but it does seem like a reasonable yeah, distance yeah I wouldn't say I would say the six feet and I don't know about further. I mean it's I mean yes people don't I follow don't, it and there uh, are still people like right on yeah, top it just of each seems, other in public, yeah it just seems like one of those things that's like they honestly I, I might even say overrated with still saying it's like okay but it is kind of like does it make a difference between if, if the difference is is it Four feet or six feet, it's kind of like, okay, you're being... That's what I mean by the specificity of it and the fucking and the fucking particular, you know, who's going to make sure you're that far away? Yeah, well, who's going to make sure it's like, not four and a half feet, it's six feet, it's well, whatever. Think the further you get away, like, than six feet is better because you're getting further from that person and it's yeah. less transmissible. But yeah, the thing yeah. is, like, my thing is... If you have masks on, though, how, like, what if six feet, you could still get it? Yeah. But if you have masks on, that should be doing something. Either. Otherwise, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, but then, like, they say, you know, some masks are better than others. Some, like, 
you're so it's everybody's got something. I'm not even saying it's bullshit. I, I get that, but it's just it's so I'm just saying like I it's annoying how nitpicky it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. How fucking like they're like, no, you gotta do this and you gotta you know, it's like it's, it's like, like come on. Who well, really even nit- fucking knows? They're nitpicky because it's kinda like if but, you have a kid that keeps taking from the cookie jar, like just because the kid keeps taking yeah. doesn't mean you're gonna stop scolding the kid. You're gonna keep scolding the kid, yeah. hoping that one day they're gonna get, I get point that. and it's stop just... taking from cookies from the jar. The reason why they keep pushing masks in this stuff is because they're hoping that one day people are gonna do their part. And like that's I'm the just... thing. It's like Yes, is are masks annoying to wear? Yes, they are. But yeah. like and are these restrictions annoying? Yes, they are. But it's like the quicker we get, I get, get it. Old, I get that. The quicker we work together, the quicker this is gonna be over with, and that's something you hope, don't realize. But I hope there's not some sort of unsung agenda that's being hidden and snuck into these fucking stimulus bills that they're trying to you know sneak other shit in as they're they're trying to solve the fucking virus and everything like that. It's kind of like okay, just get the vaccines out and make sure we can go back to what the fuck we were like. How would that derail like do it like? derail though like a stimulus check like no like no I mean they, how they always try to put like other fucking specifications into oh. the bills like how they they're like how the you know how like the people on Facebook are gonna see oh we're getting fourteen hundred dollars like this next stimulus bill or whatever okay but what else are they trying to pass into law when they sign that fourteen hundred over they do that because they, they do that all the fucking time and now and I'm not saying I'm I'm saying now I'm not you know fight I'm just I'm kind of more. That's what I'm saying. I'm kind of feel more a little bit like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll just kind of see what happens. But the Democrats are control in control of the fucking House, the Senate, the White House. It's up yeah. to them to fucking do what they've been saying they wanted to do because it's all on them now. Yeah. Because they have to fucking do what they've been promising. But and if they don't, depends. it's not going to look good. It depends because, like, even though they have control of the Senate, just, they still, like, not everything the majority vote. And the Democrats have a very slim... They do. Like they have basically what the Republicans just had. Yeah, that. which is pretty yeah. much a 50-50. Yeah, yeah. Um, not 50. It's like 51-49. Yeah, yeah. Which um, is almost even. Yeah, so it's like, and so for most things to pass in the Senate, you need a two-thirds. And a Democrat which, could flip, too, in there. So. Yeah. Well, like or, Manchin, or not show up and vote. Joe Manchin, he's a Democrat, but he's a very yeah. moderate Democrat, and sometimes voted against Democrats and voted yeah. with conservatives. So, like, and there's, as we saw, there were 10 conservatives that voted with the um, Democrats against um, Trump and the impeachment. So, like, there's all that. Um, oh, I was getting off top where I lost where I was going. <laughs> You're good. I don't even think I've answered for the six feet yet. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Oh, I, I said You fair. said fair. Okay, yeah. I'll say something so we can move on. Um, yeah, I, I mean... I might just say fair. It just, it's. I, I think it's either it's either overrated or fair. I I would only I would say overrated not because I don't think you should be like one foot away. But I'm saying like if the interest is you got to be at least six feet. I don't think it's gonna fucking it's you know it's gonna be the difference per se. Yeah. It could be a guess if you're five and a half feet away versus six feet. You know what I mean? So, but I, I think they loosely mean six feet anyways. I don't think that they expect every single person to always be six feet away from each or other. Or just automatically. You turn a corner in the grocery store, and you're automatically, oh, yeah, shit, that's I'm I mean. right working, next to somebody. Working retail and yeah. seeing what I see all day, it's the most pointless rule there is because it's never, ever in play. Yeah. Everybody's always right next to each other until yeah. they're in line to leave, and then they're not. And yeah. it's like, 
Well, the masks, the masks I get. Like, at this point, I'm so used to wearing the mask that it would seem weird at work to not I'm going to say overrated, fuck it. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to stand up for my instincts. Go for it. <laughs> and today... But, I, no, it was a couple At the same time, I still do it. I still take the precautions. Yeah. I do everything I'm supposed to do. I just think, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I literally was walking in the front doors, and this lady was in front of me coming in. And she stops just to turn around and, like, put a hand up and tell me, like, she's like, oh, well, stay, stay back there. She's like, well, I, I need to keep a distance of six feet between me and, the, uh, per- and other people. She's like, everybody really needs to be, but I definitely do. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sounds good. The like, audacity. And in my head, I'm like, the f- lady, hey, guess what, lady? The time you spent explaining this bullshit to me, we <laughs> both could have been through the doors. And we wouldn't have had to be even near each other at all. But you had to sit here and explain the whole damn thing to me. So we were close to each other for that. Like, I had to be close enough to hear you through your mask so you like hear your whole speech so yeah. we were probably less than six feet apart then anyways made herself that's what annoying that's what's annoying <laughs> though sometimes this, this is a time for everybody to be so self-righteous and be like no I'm doing the good thing I'm fucking f-. it's like okay fucking congratulations it's like you should have been washing your hands the whole time yeah you should have been, you know, doing all this Look, shit you were doing. Well, I mean, I've seen that. A lot of people say that, like, COVID has made us realize a lot of things we should have been doing beforehand. Yeah. Or things like, that we were taking for granted, for uh, sure. Yeah. You know, like gathering. You know, and that's one of the biggest things I miss, honestly, is just the community of being around people. Yeah. Like a large crowd. You know, it's like going to a wrestling show, for instance. Or a like, sports Like, how game, fun that you know? shit is. Being around Movie that crowd theater. shit. Yeah, the movie theater. Crowds of all people. Of that. Even exactly. if you don't know the people just, around you, just all being there, interested in the and, same thing. And knowing that the option is open. Even even though you're not going to go there every day, it's like being like, fuck, let's go get, you know, watch the Cardinals game. Fuck it, yeah. you know? It's you know, like, it is a little depressing like, coming it is. home every day it's during a this time and knowing that you come home and you pretty much stay home. It's like, a wait, man. And it's, else, and it's right? not good for fucking mental health at all. But that being said, I'm going to get to... My last good, the bad, and the shit's the one that's going to wrap this one up. Political parties. Or political parties as they currently exist. Whatever you want to fucking prefer. Overrated. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I think in the interest of wrapping this up, we should probably also uh, nitpick this. Dig into this um, a little bit because we should probably tear this the fuck apart. So I'm definitely saying overrated. I like so everybody can have their speech, um, their ground. Well, so I like you know poli sci major. I took a lot of classes that talked about political parties and like the history of them. And I don't like to always hark back to founding fathers because they weren't always right. They believed in slavery and you know they weren't good guys, but you know they were the founding fathers and they're you know the ones who. Uh, our principles and everything else are based upon. Um, they uh, they didn't want political parties. They wanted people to like run as their self, to run on their own. And then, Individual policies. Yeah, yeah, and then what happened was just the way it should have been. And you know they didn't try to create political parties. It's just naturally <coughs> parties started to form over time. You started getting you know people who weren't the president 
supporting the president and like they were like oh this is my guy and like that started creating political parties and like back yeah. then you had like I think it was the Whigs was one party and he had another party but I don't know the big um, Whigs yeah all of them weren't Whigs um, <laughs> so big powder they're like okay these guys all wear powdered wigs they'll be the Whigs yeah like our first <laughs> yeah. you know our first five presidents had Whigs yeah um yeah, so, like, they didn't want them, and it still happened, like, kind of... Anyways, I wish political parties didn't exist um, in our current society. Like, I wish, you know, one or two things. One, that they didn't exist at all, and you just ran as who you were, or who who you are. You run as yourself, um, you, you know, get your own funding. There are no parties, you know, providing you funding, because as we see with funding... It's already screwed up because you got the Libertarian Party and the Green Party who are trying to make America more than just a two-party system, but it doesn't seem like they ever will anytime soon because they don't get the same funding. They're not included on television campaigns, even though there's presidential candidates. The candidates aren't involved in <coughs> any of the or the debates. I didn't mean to say campaigns, but debates because mm-hmm. um, they have to get a certain like percentage of support or like vote. I don't know. I, I forgot what it is, but so yeah, either. either run by themselves or they could um my other thing is include more parties like canada canada has a multi-party system yeah they have at least five different parties do they have ranked choice voting sorry you're good but just i think so because what do you think about uh, i well i didn't want to cut in too much but i was gonna i was gonna ask you about that at some point too the ranked choice voting yeah uh Um, you're talking about canada's political parties yeah i believe canada does have ranked choice i don't know if that's like their national voting mm. method I do know that um, different provinces in Canada like provinces you know for them are states for us so different provinces in Canada have different voting techniques and some of them are like rank order some are um, oh I forgot the names of them and I'm not going to waste time trying to remember them but yeah, they have yeah. different ones and um, yeah so rank order I like it I think it's a good you know idea because it's a good then way it's kind of like, like you can run on a party, yeah. but then it's still free for all. You could have two people from the same party finish as the top two, yeah. whereas somebody from a different party finishes as the third vote getter. Yeah. So, like, you know, it still leaves parties, but it leaves more opportunities for it, more than in, just two choices of And candidates. you're fucking, you don't really have to, like, you can really find somebody uh-huh. that really aligns with your, with your policy. You don't have to really compromise and just be like, ah, oh, well, you know, like somebody, if you're like, if you're like, yeah, you know, I'm more liberal, but I don't necessarily agree with everything Joe Biden says, like, you don't have to just settle for that. You can yeah. fucking look to somebody else and yeah. be like, okay, he or she aligns more with what I think than, than this guy, you know what yeah. I'm saying, or a girl, or whoever. And so Canada, um, they have a parliament, and they have five different parties. Like, yeah, so it's like, I just think there needs to be more options, and, like, we need to see at scale, like, what the fuck we have, instead of it being so, because I'm like, I'm just worried, I'm like, I'm just, I don't, it's, it can't be good that the, sem- the censorship of, like, you know, Donald Trump, for instance, it's, like, while I'm not saying, like, uh, you know, he uses Twitter and he said some crazy shit. He said some crazy shit all over social media. Yeah. But, like, some at the same time, shit for sure, at the same lying, time, at a racist, certain point, sexist. if you, but a lot of people did, you know what I'm saying? But people, you know, yeah. made jokes online forever and they've always, you know, and there's a shitload of people you go back and find them guilty of saying something crazy in the past. Yeah. And before Facebook, before all that, even you know, on uh, message boards and shit like that. But, anyway, like, 
the whole banning of him, I just what that signifies starting, that's the dangerous part. Well because that indicates that now they can do that with anybody they disagree with. And they can because and they're that's, a private company. And that's going to start minimizing all the voices into into it being one voice and all you're going to be getting is information from one side of the fucking spectrum. Yeah, you're right. And like and it's like that's one, not a how is that a good well, so it, it's tough. Right, so you know what I mean. They there can't were be people good. that said Trump should have banned, been banned a long time ago, and there's been people who said, "Well, why was Trump banned when you know there's average citizens saying the same things he, he is?" Okay, yes, true. There are a lot of other people on Twitter who are saying the exact same things Trump is or saying things in the in the way he does, but they don't care the impact that he does. I mean, look at how many followers Donald Trump has on Twitter. That is an insane amount of followers. It's like eighty-five yeah. million. Yeah. Like that's a big always oh, his coalition. That's his a big influence. And it's a lot of people that didn't really but he support have, him. That but he didn't have power anymore. That's uh, and, and uh, by the way, yeah. my my whole argument isn't that he shouldn't. It's it's what that signifies in them saying that they're I, they're going to yeah. shut out any and all voices. Yeah, I agree. My that whole point. My whole point is. That is saying that they're going to shut out any and all voices that do not agree with them. Well, How is that not fascist, dictatorish to fucking to to totally be like, no, you don't fucking agree with us. We're going to fucking destroy you. Because it's the same it's, as McDonald's it's saying fucking we, insane. you can't use our restroom if you don't buy our food first. It's they're a private company. You know what I mean? Like, rules. but that's you know what I mean. But like, do you see like what's happening? Like that's because the, when you sign, but up that for, is the because when you sign up for Twitter and you get that you know what like. Mean? terms of agreement that we always scroll through to the bottom and just click agree there's shit in there that says you agree to our shit so when you create a twitter account they, they you agree to let them have that power over you donald trump agreed to let it do it we let them do it elijah has not because he does not have a twitter or he does but he doesn't use it anymore so i mean you they can do it to you and i they can do they can block people yeah. they can suspend well yeah people and in that sense it's true terms. it's just like it's, so what's the difference between them removing donald trump and suspending someone's account just an average citizen or like on Facebook you can lose your Facebook account for a week or even a month for saying inappropriate stuff yeah so what's the difference between them doing to the average citizen and blocking Donald Trump should they not block him at all they're not blocking Donald Trump they're just doing to him what they do to the average citizen but yeah. Donald Trump incited an insurrection and that's the thing here yeah, yeah. is and like did he directly tell them to attack the capital? No, he did not, but he No, I, I didn't do the, anything uh, to try to stop it. I get it. he yeah. didn't do anything to try to stop it and he also oh, no, tell them no, that he said okay, he said he was doing the to. election and he said he wasn't going to I'm in like you know, I just fucking I, I wanted to incite some fucking dialogue about this because I really want to know everybody's perception of the yeah. fucking whole but like as we were talking about earlier and like I know you know, it's kinda like it's just I don't know, silencing voice, like, every voice that you disagree yeah. with, which is what... It used to be the liberal point of view is, like, well, let's be open-minded towards everybody's sort of point of view. And, and, and it went from that to, like, very... You have to agree with this, or you're fucking out of here. So like, you're, you're fu- you know what I'm saying? And I'm yeah. like, that's just... That's fucking crazy. So, here, I honestly, like, I know what I just said may make it seem like I'm on one side of the spectrum while you're on the other, but I'm actually, like, in the middle and I always try to look at both yeah. sides well, and, no, like, and that's like, what I'm doing with this you know, is what I just gave you was like one side of hey well these companies can do this because yeah. they're companies and you agree to the terms but on the flip side yes you don't want to be you know just it is dangerous to um, you're, you're on a slippery slope 
Um, you don't. You're gonna let them have too much power, and, yeah. and if you don't think man, like, and I mean mankind, I mean everyone in general, but like, it's if you don't think man is fallible, like, it's. That that's what we've proven yeah. all of history and, is that we are fucking corrupt people. Anybody thing. that assumes that much power, if they get that much power over the citizens of the country, that's fucking not good. No, it's not good. Um, trying to get rid of guns at the same time, trying to do. You know I'm saying, do you see yeah. like what road that could lead down? Like it's just like oh, it could lead down many roads, but at the same time, yeah. so could. You know, I don't think do, any but, presidency could lead down. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, road. like it could. I'm whether, not saying it will. I whether we have a. And I'm gonna say a Donald Trump president because I believe like Donald or Trumpism no, he's, is he's different done. than the he's Republican done. Party. I but I still believe that who who Republican is the head party. now? Like, do you think? Would you say out of the Republican? Definitely is not. He wasn't necessarily at all what the Republican Party, party was no. before he got there. The problem yeah, is he was not George Bush. Who's he no, wasn't like any of the Republican? Who, party who would you even say is like the head fucking figure now? The Republican, like oh well, fuck. Yeah, Mitch he's McConnell. him. No, Nancy Pelosi's to get the fuck out of there, and Mitch McConnell does. They're yeah, older all than the, fuck. All the old people do. Oh, this other. This is another thing I wanted to ask. They need to lower um, the age requirement for okay. president. Term limits. Honestly. Yes. yes. Yeah. How how would it not be a progressive stance to want term limits? Because wouldn't you always want fucking new blood screwed. in fucking politics? And at the end of the day, the government, they'll tell us they care about us. And, like, it's, I, I do believe one side of the political spectrum cares about the average citizen than the other. But I still believe at the end of the day, they care about themselves more. So you, They're all fucking rich take, people no matter what side they're on. They're yeah, all fucking... They don't give a fuck about the citizens the, president the way they give a fuck about themselves. The I don't president. think either side really actually cares about it's, their It's side. hilarious that exactly. people ta- think but that one group of rich people care about them more than... I don't the, know if we'll see term limits for the Senate because that's taking away their own power. The president did not... A lot yeah. of people think that the president... Like, term limits started with the president with George Washington. But no. George Washington just, like, voluntarily stepped yeah, down. Yeah, after he didn't want to do more than that. He didn't yeah. want to become president in the first place. Yeah, no, and he voluntarily stepped down after his second term and said, yeah. you know, if I ran anymore or was president any longer, I would be a king or be a dictator. I mean, the same thing we were trying to escape in England. Um, yeah. It wasn't until FDR that we had term limits, and because FDR was so popular. Because he was going to die in the... <laughs> he won yeah, four he terms, served. didn't he? Three. I thought he won four, but he didn't get to serve the last one. I think he won three, and he would have won four. But either way, he served more than yeah, two. Yeah. And they, he, either way, his mission was just yeah. to die in office. Yeah, so like that's the thing. is like People yeah. want power. FDR was a good president. He helped the country through a lot. And like, of course, he wasn't perfect. No president was. Yeah. But... And you know he was a good man, I I believe. And but at the end of the day, he cared about his you know term limits. And, like he wanted to stay president, yeah. even though his health was failing, and he probably needed to step down and hand it to someone else. I don't know. Like well, his wife was kind of doing oh, things behind, behind the scenes, yeah, though, for the, a lot of that time. And too. the citizens didn't know. Yeah, no, they yeah. Well, because they didn't even know he had polio. No, like, all they had to do was show him yeah, fucking at the desk. Yep. So he could sit down in his in his chair. Yeah. Hey, like he, there he, I am. FDR like sitting at my desk again, <laughs> never anywhere else. FDR swerved the country, man. For he's like, dude, I've been working my ass off. I've been at this desk for six yeah. days straight. But with political parties, <laughs> with political parties man, it's yeah, they're definitely overrated. Um, so our government just—we could talk for so long about this because oh, yeah. it could leave and leave. No, to we so seem like branch we're, offs, but honestly, the more the complete. Like yeah, re remodel. Yeah, 
because it's not going down a good like there are countries around the world that like will look over the constitution every so many years and we'll look it over see hey is this outdated do we need to like revise this and like because of that there are many countries out there that are on their fifth seventh tenth constitution because you know they're constantly updating and revising it we're still on our first we have not sat down as a government and taken a look at it to see hey is this outdated do we need to update this since 1776 but man we've definitely added a lot of shit yeah to it. a lot and, and it's going to depend on the government that's in place but that is something that we need to consider is you know other countries are doing this they are updating their constitution to be more with the times and that's leaving less gray area i just think there we, we need to do that what a new way. country dude you gotta think that like yeah. A lot of those European countries, they're old as hell. People forget, but too, that we are one of the of countries these... that had slavery for, like, the least amount of time. We're one of the first to abolish it in general. Yeah. There's still countries all over the world that have it that have not exonerated these Well, these countries I'm talking about that, like, look over the like, countries there's so many like things... third world countries. They're, like, yeah. first world European countries. Um, yeah, they're old as hell, too, like... Yeah. Europe's just old. But look yeah. at the right to privacy. The right to pri- privacy is something that's huge, a huge issue among our society now, and it wasn't really a big issue until like a couple decades ago. That's what I'm saying. And like it's not even mentioned once in the Constitution. How do you govern law on that? There's so much gray area. So, yes, I believe we need to do something like that because our Constitution needs to be updated for things like the right to privacy. You just always amend it. And add also, to it. like, for things like, you know, just... Um, women's rights and stuff like that too to include that um just more so like i know we got amendments but still like i believe the whole thing just needs a remodel you know just somehow yeah is, i don't be know like, if that'll ever happen because our country's at such a divide right now if it does happen it's not gonna be anytime soon it'll it won't be yeah, pretty if it so, happens either. yeah well i mean yeah. no and there might and there might be in such a way like i like i don't know how but it's just I've had conservative, like, people threaten to shoot me just because I'm, like, a Democrat. And I was like, and... <laughs> Dude, there's people that are, like, so that let like, it run their lives so much that it's like, that's them. That's all yeah. they are. And I don't that. talk to that person no more because I was like, okay, so I thought we were friends, but... I'm going to shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to shoot you for thinking, <laughs> thinking that everybody deserves equal rights. But what you were saying... <laughs> Yeah, see, that's like something different. Don't that's where that. we are. Um, <laughs> oh, this is going up on edited, son. But <laughs> just no, quit that t- line. I'm gonna shoot you for thinking everybody deserves equal. <laughs> that, that'll be that'll be part of our fucking opening monologue. Our opening fucking theme. You're talking about censorship too. You're talking about like censorship too of like the other side yeah. of the whole like then Twitter banning yeah, yeah. Trump and you asked me for an opinion on that and I don't think I ever gave it to you about the like is it ever is it right to do that and like no I don't think it is I think we need you know both sides I think we s- still need a conservative mm. outlet you know because I, I don't think that, that there's things what that we, we don't at need all is times racism and bigotry and what came with Trumpism yeah, yeah. Oh, like I, I said there's a I difference agree. between Trumpism and conservatism like there's a difference between I, George Bush and Donald Trump there's a certain time when things the like the economy needs to be fucking constructed more business oriented like the, like things need to be more under control conservatively than fucking alright let's just fucking push forward and you know invest in uh, 
I don't know, just raise the taxes and invest in all this other shit. It's kind of like you have to. You ha- the conservatives keep the liberal like the, some of the liberal policies in check, and everybody used to have an understanding of that, and then it got to the point where the Donald Trump fucking party was against yeah. everybody else, and it just it, yeah, so it just got. The thing was that that was what like so much shit just went awry. Yeah. Like over the course of the last five six years, it is not funny, but like I mean, it is in aspects, but it's not because it's kind of it's sitting in a. That's the thing, though. Now the thing is, most they shouldn't abandon them. Most of the people you interact with in the world, the the media wants you to think that everybody's against you. You interact with most people of all ethnicities around here. Everybody gets along. It's not a divide like they want to fucking make you think it is. Everybody that I fucking interact with and around here, I interact with everybody. If you watch the news, life is more joyous, and like there are plenty of studies that say watching the news makes life more depressing and makes oh you know, definitely. Oh yeah, that, they're gonna you tell know, you the worst shit yes. possible. Yes, and like I've seen many of tweets, and I, I think it also makes Rob. people more racist. It makes fucking people just CNN, it just makes people Fox, worse. All of the bullshit. I, I saw you know t- many people tweet this, and I think it started with the comedian Rob Schneider, the actor, and yeah. it was something like if you turned off the news and just went outside you would realize you know the world is like better than what it is and I don't uh, completely agree with that because like there's still many problems with the world there's still climate change and still no. COVID but I get what he's trying to say I think it just make, it just tries me. to make people if fearful if you off the news and just talk yeah. to people life is going to be like more enjoyable is like but, what he was trying to say and like yeah. and if that is the case I agree if he's trying to say then turn off the news and you'll realize the world is better I don't agree yes the news feeds us the negatives but the negatives they're feeding us actually happen at the same time you shouldn't sit there all day and consume this negative fucking information you know what I mean and this fucking shit that's gonna make you think the world is nothing but shit and problems yeah you know what I mean you can't do that to yourself like yeah this is what I think catch up on current events see what's going on but get on with your day get on with your life you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying like stay informed but like fucking do your shit yeah. you know what I mean and, and that's all against, I think you should do keep like, a conservative outlet don't just shut out conservatives don't and that's shut what I think out too. liberals we need both sides because yeah. I heard they keep each other in check yeah, I heard President Obama and they used say this to. once and it's and it was a similar thing about like censorship and shutting down you know once one side of opinions and, yeah. and he said that's dangerous he's like you don't learn that way he's like the no. way you learn is when you sit down with somebody who has a different opinion and you talk with him. And he's like, and it's sad because a lot of people nowadays, when they do sit down with someone that has a different opinion, they before the first word's even spoken, that person already thinks that they're right. That person is already can already set on proving the other person wrong. And he's like, you're never going to learn that way, and we're never going to get along that way. He's mm-hmm. like, we need to go into these conversations as a liberal with a conservative or vice versa, thinking, okay, here's what I believe, and hopefully you can understand now tell me what you believe and if we can come to an agreement or like just an understanding like we don't even have to change each other's minds just to hear each other out Mm. and understand each other that's a first step um you know we don't have to try to change someone people don't like change we're creatures of habit so like if you have someone sitting in front of you trying to you know tell you what to believe and change what you're going to believe it's not going to work so you know i believe we need to let conservatives speak we need to let Liberals speak, but we can't let hate from any side. Yeah, we yeah, can't yeah. let any hate, any you know, violence, any harm is what we can't allow. And will Donald Trump ever be back on Twitter? I don't know. I think he's gonna have to prove it to Jack Dorsey, who runs Twitter, that he you know can handle it. Um, if the ins- insurrection wouldn't have happened or the Capitol riot wouldn't have happened, I don't think Trump would have been kicked off. I think that happening, you know, is why, mm-hmm. um, or was the final straw. 
That's the thing, but, though. Now this guy has literally... He's not in the seat of power. He's not. He's literally just like another like babbling, complaining old man. Yeah, like a now, Rush like, Limbaugh. You can literally just put him on, like, allow him to be on Twitter because <laughs> it's not. Soon. It's not like. <laughs> it's not like you have to listen to it. You don't have to listen to it and actually be in fear. Jeez. Oh shit, he's gonna do any of this stuff. Yeah, because it's still just. It's his just. Influence. You can almost well, listen yeah, at, you can almost look at it and laugh now because it's not like he has he the have power. power but there's people who are still out there willing to do things for that him. still think he has yes, still accept him as the president yeah, pretty much. even if they don't think he'll run and even, even if he doesn't run again in 2024 it could be one of his kids who knows but even if he doesn't isn't so you in just, politics again I believe people will still listen to him and like do what he says. So are you at least suggesting that they take a break from allowing him on their platform for probably a few years? I, uh, I definitely think so because of what happened at the Capitol. Like I said, I'm I not saying you're Gavin wrong. Would, I'm just yeah, I you know you know opinion. Yeah, I believe if what happened at the Capitol didn't happen, Trump wouldn't wouldn't have been banned. I feel I believe the reason he was banned, or at least the final straw, and he could have been done something later on that would have mm-hmm. led to it. But I believe the final straw that did lead to it was the um, Capitol riot and even after accusing the election of being fraud everybody knew he was going to oh know. man like everybody knew he was, was going was, to though yeah I mean he no, yeah, he literally he warned I, us he was not going to go down peacefully like he warned us mm-hmm. um, that was you knew he was a sore loser accident you knew, of all yeah time. I was going to yeah. say you knew that was going to happen And but the thing is I guess with him is um because he wasn't going to say that he officially you know lost because everything was and, the, and there were votes still being counted I think what what I don't think Jack Dorsey at Twitter considered banning Trump until the misinformation of the election started. Like I think all four years throughout Trump's election, he was hesitant to do it because of kind of what you said, you know, censorship and mm-hmm. or not censorship, but like am I breaking what that the, would the signify? First Amendment? What that would yeah. yeah, is this starting a yeah, slippery yeah. slope? But I think you know once the misinformation, election misinformation stuff, that's might been when. It opened his eyes. It's definitely when I, it would have opened my eyes and been like, okay, this guy... putting disclaimers on all his tweets. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, and even still, he was still putting this stuff out. It's still being retweeted. People were still believing it. They thought it was just Twitter, you know, trying... Just, you know, spreading lies, and, you know, Trump was telling the truth. It's like, it, it, it's like with people who believe Trump, no matter what you believe, as long as it's not what Trump, what Trump, what Trump said... You're wrong, and like that's not right. You know, like is Trump always wrong? No, he's not like always wrong, but I mean, he definitely fucks up a lot, in my opinion. But, um, you know, like yeah, I that's the, the thing. I won't, I won't say he's always wrong. Yeah, but like for the Trumpers out there, he's definitely not always right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. that's for sure. But the thing is, you got some people out there who seem like they'll never stop supporting him. Here's the no thing: no matter what he does, and like He's... he said one time, I'll, I could shoot a man in the middle of the street and not lose a supporter, and he was right. Like he said that, like, and that's not exactly what he said, but um, or not get charged with it or not get in trouble, and. He's pretty much right. I mean, like... Here's the problem. We allowed these fucking minuscule amounts of extremists on both the left and the right to be the loudest voices instead of, like, the 80 to 90% that's in the middle. middle. Yeah. That even if you're more on this side and I'm more on this side or whoever's on this, you know, whatever, even though you are, you still are like, okay, I acknowledge points over here. I'm kind of with those two. You know, know, and they're kind of like 
open to yeah. diversifying their fucking you know stances. And I and think that's like that. be- but the loudest voices have been the fucking extremists. They're like censor this, and then the right wing people are like, no fucking America, yeah. you know. And and I think that's because the people on it's, the, you know the it extremists got fucking crazy. And yeah, Elijah, that's what uh, on divided we stand. That's what he said. He's just like I think it traces back to Trump, like that did it. But I think even before then, when you said with Barack Obama, that started quietly a whole band of people that were starting to get yeah, you know. Yeah, people were upset that an African American yeah. was voted yeah. president. Like yeah. it, you know, that's when racism started to slowly come out, and then Donald it, Trump showed and technology that technology got better, acceptable. Yeah, and, and it didn't grow; it was exposed. Oh yeah, yeah, no, it, racism know? was always here. It yeah. was just the veil was taken off. Yeah, exactly. And you know? and I think you know, everything. I think one happened. can argue that racism is actually less here now than it was. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and yeah, for sure I mean, now everybody's even, yeah right? everybody's very but walking on eggshells. Yeah, it's still a thing. Now. It's still very very real. Like everyone's really like everyone for a lot of in a lot of aspects now like walks on eggshells because they really don't want to offend anybody. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's kind of like, and that's what we were talking about earlier with like producing content and art and like stuff like that. You should be able to do what you want to do, but like you shouldn't obviously go out of your way to purposely offend somebody. But like. With jokes, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a whole different ball game than like what any of that's even about. It shouldn't be that way, but it's like at the same time, you know, like how can I phrase this? It's not, you know. You guys get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like art should be allowed to be art and it shouldn't be like yeah. you can't just accuse it for something because you see it that way. It's like it's like okay, there's a fucking ton <coughs> of people that enjoy this. Like why should it be shut down or better yet, cancelled? Because your ass fucking has an issue with it. You know what well, I mean? Well, like, if it's blatant... Yeah, if it's blatant, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm I just, mean, you know like, I mean? if it's, like, questionable, then, yeah, of course, like, don't shut it down. It's just, like, and certainly... But, I mean, if it's blatant, then, yeah, I'm all for, like, if you're blatantly trying to put hateful shit yeah. out there, you need to... And things that down. happened 15, yeah. 20, 25, 30 years ago, like, things need to be examined at a different, like, level. Because... While I'm not going to stick out, you know, stick up for the past, certainly not like, you know, especially like a lot of the pre-Civil War stuff and the Founding Fathers, you know, some of the stuff, you do at the same time have to take things for the time that they happened in, which yeah. meant, which means, of course, that was the case then. It didn't make it okay, but we're living in a much, much different yeah. world than yeah. that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's the fact. And, it, you know, like I said, it doesn't make it okay. It's just... We're su- it's supposed to happen this way. We're supposed to evolve. We're supposed to get better. Like we were talking about earlier, the Her movie and shit like that. The technology's advancing. Shit's shit's trying to get to the next fucking level. Yeah. And I feel like that's like why a lot of shit in the world, not just here. You got to remember, shit. You know, might be questionably bad. Okay, this is only our perspective. Shit is terrible in other countries. There's there's shit. Oh, yeah crazy all over the world right now it's not just us yeah i mean there's a there's lot of so much done. it's so typical yeah. of us to think it's just about us fucking there's so much more shit we've well, got we're that so is worse off we've got group, out there. like uh, we've got it great compared to most yeah, people. yeah we still do and you know well we need to get this shit under I control mean, because i don't fucking want to live we're all guilty yeah, of the this. way we have i mean even us three in this room and that's like complaining about first world problems like complaining yeah. about this Oh yeah, things. it's like, easy to lose perspective. Oh, yeah. yeah, whenever yeah. you've never. That's why it's like I like talking oh, yeah. to people that lived in different countries because they see it a different way. They were raised somewhere else. They see it here and they see the freedoms we have here. Yeah, they appreciate it more than some of the citizens that grew up here because now that they just have something to bitch about, like yeah. America or whatever, they see it 
from where they were compared to where they are. And yeah. here, there is so much more freedom. It's not fucking communized and socialized. Because I, do, I don't ever want to live in a world like that, where you, you're, be told, you're told who to marry, how many kids you can have, oh, you, have yeah, to eat a, you have to eat a certain amount of food per day, and blah, blah. It's like, we, we can't go down that path. We have to protect our rights. We have to protect our, the, you know, the parts of the Constitution that need to remain. But we need to progress at the same time. And I think we're all on the same page with all that. Kind of. You I mean, know that's mean? why like, you guys have rules yeah. and conservatives. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I think it's... Well, not in the country. We're definitely fucking not. Yeah. But it's just like, it's, you know... You see that... A good, balance, a good balance has to remain. Mm-hmm. In general. It's literally all foreign, like... People, though, like, even second, third generation from, because, you know, like, like, I work with a lot of Bosnian people and stuff, and, like, their parents, a lot of their parents came over literally from the country when it was, like, war-torn and stuff. So, like, even if they weren't directly from that country, they are direct descendants from somebody that was, so they'll be, like, it's instilled in them. Yeah. Like, hey, you need to succeed over here because you have the chance to succeed over here because this is... This country, like, you have the chance to be whatever you want to be. Like, yeah. we, we didn't have that option where we were, you know, like... But the American dream isn't what it used to be. The American dream isn't, you know, what it was when he came over here in the 1950s. 1950s, it really was the American dream. We were booming, but, like, especially nowadays, if you're coming over here and you have white skin, like, it, it, it can be scary, like... And especially, you know, just... It can I, well, be, but what, Jesus, what like, you, it was scarier in the 50s what, to not have white skin. Let me just say, and this isn't, like, a challenge, like, question. This is just, like, honest, like, without going down the fucking socialist-slash-communist hellhole, which I'm not saying we're, like, on the verge of, or, like, it's gonna happen right away or anything yeah. like that. I'm just saying, like, without going that route and making the capitalist system a little more fair, how do we go about that? Like, what, what do you even, what would you even lay out as a course of action? To do what? Like to make to make it more fair for people to make it to, to make living more affordable here. You know what I'm saying? You give people the training and education that they need to treat people right, which is sad because you shouldn't even need to do that. It should just be innate to treat people correctly, despite who they love, what their skin color is, and all that stuff, what they believe, and just I'm you know I'm when it comes to like any of those things, I'm very much you know liberal like. Love who you want to love. If you, oh, yeah. You know, like, I support transgenders. I support the LGBTQ community all the way. Why? Why not? What harm does it do to me? Yeah. They don't harm me. It really make yeah. sense there to me There are people either. who, like, want to love who they want to love. And, like, I, I just, I'm a very, like, loving person. So, like, I look at it, you know, I just have a big heart. But, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine not being able to spend my life with the person I want to because my government tells me I can't be yeah, based yeah, on yeah, a yeah. religion, which is contradicting because yet there's supposed to be freedom of religion, but our laws are based on a certain religion, you know, like Christianity for America. But yeah. it's so why are we basing our laws on Christianity when we're supposed to practice freedom of religion and some of your laws are contradicting to the practices of some of your citizens because two different conflicting religions. So like. I don't know. You you give people the training that they should have. I don't to make it more of a fa- you know what I'm saying between yeah. between basically between the lower class and the you know I mean it's in the in like the rich. I mean do you tax more? Oh, I guess like I mean uh, in general, I mean, we don't have to go down like that too deep. But thing like, is, do you, I, I do. How do how do we fix how uneven 
I should. I believe that the there should be a staggered tax system. That you know, like the more you make, you should be taxed more. And like, yeah. I think it should be a percentage, like, like a certain percentage of your salary is the tax you have to pay. And Based like, on if you make like a, you know. Yeah. And you mean yeah. like, because most people, because that's the thing, most people don't identify with them. They just say the rich. You know, it's kind of like, who do you mean? Do you mean people like that are only making ten million a year, or do you mean, you I know, mean, a you billion? Got, you know, it's kind of like you got millionaires out there paying the same in taxes that people like us are. I mean, they revealed like Donald Trump's tax returns for like the year 2017 or something like that. But millionaires are It was like 700 something dollars. And then you got even some of them out there like who got rich by tax evasion haven't Mm. been caught yet and it's like some aren't even paying taxes. Um, So, and I get the whole argument. I completely understand it. I sympathize with, well, that's their money. They earned it. You know, they shouldn't be taxed more because of that. I get that. I, I really do. And I wish we were at the point where, like, we didn't have to, like, even consider that. But we're and to I, that point. But we're to that point because there's Some, people out yeah. here who are being taxed so much that they're not saving any money. It's, it's really not either. The tax brackets are fucked. If we're, like, we need to take care of everyone before we can, you know, just get to that point. We have to take care of the poor first. Yeah. You know, I don't want nobody to starve. I don't want nobody to be homeless. I think everybody deserves a home I think everybody deserves food um, here yeah you know it's just, just, I, I, just I believe I just fucking hope like I just I don't, wish there was a way to do it that's just yeah and economically feasible, feasible and also gonna take care of everybody it's just it's so hard whenever you have everybody fighting each other yeah. but also even if everybody on the same page I feel like it would still take time because of the way the system is yes but it's like I want all of these things now, but I, I feel like you can't. Not it just you can't, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. And it's like it's not like oh, you just give in and don't do anything. I'm not saying that, but it's it's like no matter what we do, we have to figure something out and and stick with you know and do and do something about it because yeah. it's kind of like it, you know, not doing anything. It's just delaying the problem. And like the longer everybody fights and fucking argues and calls each other racist and all this other shit, it's it like if it's not true, obviously. Um, but if it is, <laughs> do whatever. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but anyway, it's kind of like, also, think about what we've done. We've conquered so many fucking issues here. I'm not, now, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we don't have issues. I'm, I'm saying there still is issues. Clearly, we just talked about a lot of them. But at the same time, we've really fucking solved, we, like, we figured out how to do so much stuff. Everybody, like, yeah. people work from home. People run their businesses on their phones. There's so many different ways to do shit now. I feel like in general, especially during this quarantine, people are bored sometimes that they're just fucking looking to pick fights with each other online about all this fucking shit, and it's gotten so ugly because people are so, they're down because the shit's not open, shit's still like this. Yeah, and just and also... it's not good for fucking mental health. Yeah, tensions are high too. It, yeah, know, and the tensions just... really are fucking high, and they have been ever since this is fucking, this shit's gone the fuck on. Yeah, it's getting worse, honestly. But I don't as know. time goes on, I feel like I mean, I don't know, I feel like people are also kind of settling in, but I feel like people are just more and more antsy to get out and it's just causing more and more tension to rise. Yeah. I hope uh, I mean, I don't know. I hope we can see some concerts, see some fucking games this year and shit. Like Mania's yeah. got some uh we should probably wrap up here soon, should we? It's one AM. Yeah. <laughs> um but hopefully we see some concerts, some games and shit this year. Like, I mean, I don't know. I'd like it if everybody could... I, I don't know. I guess the sooner they can fucking come out with all the vaccines and shit, the better. 
yeah. if people actually take them. But yeah, that's another thing too. Is like cases have to go down before they even do any before they start moving anything. Yeah, I hate to say it, but because of just the you know people not <laughs> believing in the or not trusting oh. the vaccine, I think it's just we're gonna get to a point where people are. We're gonna have a mixture of half the populations vaccinated and half of them have it, but they're immune to it because they have it. Yeah, so and I think honestly, we're gonna have a mixture of immune due to vaccination and then herd immunity. Yeah. And so, but that's a whole nother thing. Yeah, but honestly, like if it gets to that point, like it'll be good because like being actually immune to it will be a thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, and this is something I wanted to touch on at least a little bit because I always listen to like Joe Rogan talk about it and stuff. What people could be doing is like, what the fuck happened to self-accountability? Take care of your diet, your health. Make sure you're taking your fucking vitamins. You're doing the shit you need to be doing to like take care of your body. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you can, you like, can be doing things to improve your immune system all the fucking time. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like what we said. Um, Accountability needs to be had yeah. in society. Well, that's kind of like what we were saying earlier about... Uh, Oh, shoot. Dang. Slipped my mind. (laughs) It's been a long one. It has been a long one. I mean, at our (laughs) age anyways, though, we've gotten sick enough and been around enough and, like, have gotten immunity enough crap to where, like, our immune system is pretty built up anyways, but we're still young and healthy. So our immune system just kicks ass. Yeah. We've we've got exposed to a lot of shit, but we're also young enough to fight shit off still. Exactly. And I remember what I was going to say, and that was... um, you're talking about like just taking care of yourself, and or that's what Joe yeah. There's saying, you, like, you fucking play a part too, you know. And that's it's, kind of what we were saying earlier, and that's you know, COVID made us realize all the things we should have been doing beforehand, mm-hmm. like to yeah. take care of ourselves. Yeah, it's like what the fuck are you guys doing? It makes us actually it makes wash you your actually hands. realize that oh, we you're were supposed living. To wash your hands after yeah. you poop. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> it's like fuck, go fuck yourself. Yeah, Stock you up on toilet paper somewhere at else. Three years old. <laughs> Or, you know, simple things like covering your mouth when you sneeze or cough. Like, I, I'm hopefully that's something a lot of people have, like, done more often because of all this you, or that they take away from this. It's just, like, you definitely <clears throat> look back because of COVID and think, man, I was living kind of dirty before this. Not, maybe not dirty, but just it wasn't being the most sanitary. Yeah. Some of the initial fucking, uh, like, hospital, like, ratios of people in there, like, 80% of them were vitamin D deficient. And so it's like, that's fucking one of the reasons these people might have this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, take your vitamin D, take your zinc, take your vitamin C, all your fucking bullshit. You might stand a chance. My mom, like, just asked me the other day, she's like, how have you not got sick? I'm like, I've been fucking taking all my shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I don't know. She's like, ah. Like, cause some people don't believe vitamins actually work. I'm like, I mean, yeah. I definitely, they gotta do, they have to do uh, something. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I definitely, I so feel much. different. And yeah, could that be in my head? Like, Honestly, possibly. Could we be in a simulation right now? Possibly. <laughs> Don't get me started. Yeah, we can't get into that right now at all. It's one in the morning. Yeah. Don't get me in a simulation. Oh, I gotta man. Be up in four hours. Yeah, you do. Oh, all right, man. Fuck. It's been a hell of a time. Yeah, thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah I was fucking Jeez. finally glad to get you in. How long has this come out to? I, I almost Well, it's been clipped. We gotta <laughs> put the whole thing together and... Yeah. Uh, Figured out. It's been has it been over three hours. It's probably been around three. It's been a lengthy one. Yeah, we've got to do a lot of shit. I, I knew like once we got started talking that it was gonna be difficult to stop and to just do. Oh we're yeah. gonna keep flowing. Just like I said, so many years between us three. Just we talked about a lot of subjects. Yeah, Elijah <laughs> and I 
became friends in seventh grade and became best friends the same year. You and I, like, we knew each other mm. before we were friends, but it was more of we knew of each other. And then we really started hanging out, like, what, I think my sophomore year. Yeah. And your junior year, because of baseball, I was on yeah. JV and you were the varsity manager. And, and then so. you guys started coming to the shows and yep. fucking all, you know, the rest is history. So, you know, and, and we got the mutual mutual connection of Stevens. I've been best friends with him since second grade. So, like, I knew uh, there was going to be a lot to talk about. You know, we Honestly, Nick and Brendan, we've talked about that before, but Nick and Brendan really, like, tied our groups together in a lot yeah. of ways and introduced us yeah. to each other. Nick and Brendan are the reason why you and Tim are sitting together right yeah. now. Like, all this is happening, honestly. It's funny, just like, I, I was going to say, I made friends with Brendan. I was friends with Harry since I was in kindergarten, and that's how I got introduced to Brendan. So literally all this just ties yeah. the fuck together, man. Um... Yeah, it's it's been but, a good time. Uh, fuck. Oh yeah. All right. Fuck. Oh. Episode twenty nine. Ended with a yawn. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. See ya.